That nigga Wayne be tripping. The <laughs> lighter flick, get that shit. You know it's a big two. Yeah, let's get this shit cranky, man. They want to be themselves, but trust in the fact that you can see them well. I mean, so it's like, you know, trust, trust, trust. It takes too much energy to not trust someone. I mean, it takes too much energy. You only got to stay two steps ahead of them or whatever. But trust them to be them. Right. To be themselves. Trust a snake to right. bite you. Right. Trust a lie to laugh. Trust right. a thief to steal from you. Like, trust them to be them. Too. But know them when you see them. Right. Hey, yo, what's happening? What's popping, man? This is the Untitled Podcast. I am your host, Booze, man. I'm here with my brother, my dog, my partner in SWAT. My partner in crime. Partner in SWAT. Partner in SWAT, boy. That's you wild. got a partner in SWAT. I do got a partner. You got a got friend a in me. Hey. <laughs> Woody and Buzz of this shit, you nigga. You got a friend in me. <laughs> Fuck going on, y'all? How you feeling, yeah. G? Uh, in pain a little bit, man. Yeah. In pain. Tell me where it hurts. Uh, oral. Oral. Pause. Oral. 
Pause. Remember Mike Tyson? Spinal. Spinal. Oral. No, nah, man, I, I, had, I had them teeth pulled. Uh, yeah? Yeah, man, been struggling. The Wizzies? The Wizzies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Monday was a struggle, man. Uh, that dope wore off. Yeah. Shh. Nigga, I was in tears, dog. Mm. Can't even lie. Yeah. Couldn't hold it. See, I could not hold it. That Pause. bad. Yeah. That yeah. bad. Ugh. That bad, man. But yeah. I'm going to get there, man. It's, it's crazy, like, being, um, like, right before surgery, they kind of give you a list of, you know, do's and don'ts. So they were like, well, you know, we kind of tend away from you spitting. You know, it's it's not good to spit. And everything led up to, like, uh, the dry socket is what they call it. Right, right, right. You, you try to prevent from getting dry sockets. So they say yeah. you can't spit, you can't use straws. The killer for me was like, uh, they said, you know, if you're a smoker, you can't smoke. So I was like, oh, shit. You smoke? Of course. What you smoke? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, oh, damn. Man. So that was a moment. They was like, you know, you can't suck on things. So I'm automatically in my head. I'm like, God damn. Like, you know, I, I That's enjoy, all the fun shit. I enjoy sucking on titties, my boy. Yes, yeah. I enjoy sucking on titties. That's so. fair. Eh. Who doesn't? Right. So it's ways around it, though. <laughs> it's always a way around it, my boy. You give us a, a peek into your bedroom. Nah, man. You sure? Tell us, tell us what way you went around. Eh, you know, here and there. Ah, ah. You know, in and outs. <laughs> those in type thing. Hey, dosey dos. The dosey dos. The dosey dos. The dos. Yeah. Man, you know what's funny is like every time we drop an episode, like I get like little feedback from people, man. Mm-hmm. And this week I was told I'm a, I'm a little problematic. You're problematic? I'm a little problematic. To what extent? I'm not sure. That just was the, the, the prevailing theme that I was a little problematic. Oh. Your rent paid? It is. My mortgage paid. Talk about it. Hey, keep moving forward. Proud to be a fucking problem. <laughs> Shit, that's all I can say. Proud to be a motherfucking problem. Shit. And that was Charles Porter mixtape, ain't it? Proud to be a problem. Proud to be a problem. I feel like it was. I don't remember any, the names of any of their mixtapes. I remember Proud to be a problem. I remember movie. Street Size. The Street Size. I do remember that one. That Mr. was a walk on it, right? Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I do remember that one. Them boys deserve their flowers, man. Travis Porter. I feel like every episode, like we give somebody their flowers, which is dope. Mm-hmm. But I think to continue that, man, Travis deserves it. I feel like they paid away for a lot of shit. When Migos first hit the scene, I said, "Oh, they just a, a trap." Travis Porter. Yep, the hood version that was, of Travis. Yeah, that was my comparison. Mm-hmm. It's Travis Porter right there. Yep. Them niggas had college in a chokehold. Yeah. Like just that whole movement mm-hmm. in the chokehold, and for them to get. That party lifestyle off when we were kind of transitioning out of that like trap music phase mm-hmm. was dope. Yeah. Like when niggas said "fuck it," we were trying to have fun. They were right there for it. Yeah. They was like our soul train. Come on, we got y'all boys, man. This is what we do. Come on, they're, they're like the soul train for us. Yeah. Keep it a butt. They should have a soul train with like all them groups, like Rich Kids, Travis mm-hmm. Porter, and let us get up there and goddamn do I goddamn <laughs> feel me. What's the craziest thing you've seen when like a Travis Porter song came on, bro? The craziest thing I seen? Mm-hmm. Uh the craziest thing I saw happened um, always at Georgia Southern. Of course. And it happened during uh Pajama Jam. Mm-hmm. Get naked dropped. Similar similar story. Get naked dropped and the entire you know, remember man, remember at uh at um Pajama Jam, they'll do that shit Pandora's box. 
All the lights go off. All the lights go off. And it smells like pudussy the entire time. Smells like pussy. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I do remember that shit. Yeah, man. (laughs) Stupid, man. (laughs) But, yeah. So, um, yeah. I'm not going to go into detail. I think you can put the rest of that story together, man. But, yeah. Get naked, drop. Mm. Heads went to the floor. Asses hit the air. And... Shit got real. Heads went to the floor. Mm-hmm. Got you. We on camera now, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Edit that in. Oh, no. It's definitely going in. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Do yours again. Let me see how fat the neck is that you grab. It's like a pit bull. <laughs> you know I like them Coachellas <laughs> All right Continue <laughs> Moving on Moving on Hey bro I can't laugh What you got hard, Tell man. me yours Tell me yours My uh Nah man I can't I can't talk about this Oh that's some fuck shit See how niggas How you set me up With the question I answered See, see that's, you know, that's a problem that on the, That's a problem on this podcast I, I just wanted to see If you were gonna jump out That window Man right? that's a problem nah, on I this wasn't podcast. involved It was just like I feel like I'm an open book On this podcast And I feel like We can't go to the next level Until you tell us more About your personal life The only just, thing we know About you is you like titties Yeah That's it that's They know all about me Yo that's got a story Go ahead. I'll be the open book. Fuck it. Because there's a story like, man. So, all right. So, uh, I'll, I'll try. I'll make this quick. I'll make it quick. So, um, you know, like, you know, as you get older, man, like, you start appreciating your parents more, right? Oh, yeah. Of course. Okay. Of course. And it's certain things you do, you know I mean, with your parents. And it's not necessarily like a, a formal thing, but it kind of becomes tradition, right? Mm-hmm. One thing I do is on Sundays, pull up to my folks' house, Sunday dinner, right? Pull up, eat. Mandatory. Yeah, kind of, it's kind of a mandatory thing. You know, we watch whatever show we watching, whether it be The Shy, whether it be Power Book 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, or 15. Yeah. You know, whichever one shown at the time, man. And, uh, you know, we kind of chill out, man. You know, talk a little shit. Uh, whatever, man. So I went by my folks' house this, this Sunday. And, uh, you know, sit down, eat dinner, man. And um, my mom was like, she had my dad. She was like, oh, excuse me. She gotcha. was like, gotcha. <laughs> nigga, talking about walking, nigga, burping on the mic. <laughs> excuse me, excuse me. <laughs> um, so I was like, shit, mom. Uh, well, my mom was like, why we didn't get dessert? Why don't we pick anything for dessert? And my dad was, you know, he was kind of joking. He was like, well, it ain't healthy. And they had like this whole little back and forth. Mm-hmm. And finally, pops got sick of it, right? And pops was like, well, if you want something so damn sweet, suck on your finger. Whoa, 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 whoa. My mom, my pops, she was like. Mm-mm. That's too sweet. All right, all right. I'm about to go. This, I'm sound, about to, this sounds super familiar. Yeah, <laughs> right. Real familiar. You feel me? And that's why I thought about you. I was like, wait, time out. What's up with parents and fingers, dog? Like, you know what I'm saying? Was that like a turn on in like the 80s and 90s? Sucking like fingers. Sucking those fingers. It probably was sucking cocaine off each other's fingers. Yeah, I can see that. I can definitely see that. One more. Got one more. Mm-hmm. Same day. Uh huh. We watched Power Book three. Canaan, raising Canaan. You, you caught that? I heard about it. One of my actually, uh, yeah. one of my partners told me it was actually good. Yeah, it's actually all right, man. I see where they're taking it. Um, and uh, so after it went off, you know, show like the trailers and shit. So they showed the trailer for this show that's coming out, right? And I see all these like Lala's on there, and I oh that looks dope. And then they show um black screen, three letters, BMF, 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 yeah. 
My pops looked at me, you know what he said? What was that? Black motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, why? Why? Time I'm like, to go, Pop. Pops, why would they make a show called that? Here Time he go. Here I don't think that's what that stands for. I like, you know what? I'm sick of both of y'all. Well, I'm they made a home. show called P Valley, so Pops, I mean, he got a point. Black motherfuckers and Pussy Valley are two different things. I mean, they get out, you know. They get outrageous with these with these titles, though. P Valley's not as bad as Black. You can't make a show called Black Motherfuckers in today's time. Uh, I'm trying to think of a, a wild ass title on the show. Ask me tomorrow. I can't think of it right now. I got I you. Sit down. One more thing I realized this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Never realized how often they said "nigga" on the Jeffersons. They said nigga on Jefferson? They said the nigga. They said the nigga. They said nigga a lot on the Jefferson. Really? A lot. I'm talking like bold with it too. I didn't watch Jefferson's that much. I was more of a Sanford and son. I was too, man. I wasn't yeah. a big Jefferson's guy, man. I just I just happened to stumble across it Saturday, man. Oh, yeah. Watching it and like, what the fuck? Damn, they were giving it up like that. Nasty. Damn. Filthy, man. Filthy. So speaking of niggas, man. Well, that's, that's why we that's, here, right? That's an awful segment. Oh, that's why we here. Yeah, niggas. we are niggas. <laughs> so, man, uh, for those who don't know, man, um, the greatest gymnast of all time, Simone Biles, stepped down um, from the all-around competition at the uh, the Tokyo Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, she cited uh, mental health as being the reason, man. Says you know she just felt like she had the weight of the world on the shoulders, man. Says she just really wasn't fucking with it. Uh, we've been kind of seeing this as a theme. Um, Naomi Osaka Naomi, said it. Yeah. Uh, there's been many NBA players mm-hmm. who came out and, and spoke to it. Just kind of that feeling. I think um, it's interesting to me that a lot of it seemed to come uh, during the pandemic. Kind of playing in those empty gyms. And it kind of makes me think about what those crowds maybe. They help out a lot. You know, how they, you know, just motivation. hooping. Yeah, the hooping in that empty gym and as opposed to hooping in front of a crowd. Yeah. A screaming or booing fans, either or. You know, so, oh, that's dope. Okay. All that's right. dope. That's dope. I uh, figured they would do it. Yeah, for sure. For those who, who don't know, man, we, we record on Thursday. It's draft day, and uh, they're doing a... Um, a tribute. Yeah, a tribute to Terrence Clark. Uh, we spoke about him when he passed, man. Carson and Cali, man, young kid. Uh was definitely league bound, man. Um, you know, a tragic, tragic story. Uh, got limb bias feels. Mm-hmm. You know, not necessarily obviously limb bias died from an overdose, but just a young talent man who really take the world by storm. And you know, we tragically lost. Thing about the NBA, man, they don't miss when it comes to like um, acknowledging situations like this. Um, yeah, not at all. There, there had. I think uh, a few years back. This guy was uh he was a potential draft pick and he had to kind of cut his career short due to like uh an illness that he was suffering with mm-hmm. and he was still kind of drafted on draft night and he was presented a jersey he got to walk the stage so that's one thing about the NBA and uh what's his name Adam Silver yep like they do a clean up job man. and and uh, as they we do. can see now you know his mother and his sister are walking up on stage yeah know. man so that's- just kind of puts it in perspective that. You know, it was bigger than basketball, you know. Absolutely. And Life just, always comes first, man. Yeah, man. Just just them being able to hear his name, man. He worked his whole life right. to get to that moment, man. So so being able to hear his name called, being drafted, man, it's just absolutely dope. It's uh, moving. For sure. Definitely. So um, to get back to it, man, so Simone, uh, you know, and we talked about kind of, you know, mental health and, 
we speak about it a lot. You know, we both talked about going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, <laughs> talking about going to therapy, man. And, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, so for me, you know, I, on the surface, on the surface, um, you know, I saw it and I kind of, um, you know, I was like, well, good for her. Right. You know, take it's care of yourself thought, first. Right. First thought is good for her. And that's how I see other people. And that's my 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 feeling on it. So let me make that known. It's mm-hmm. good for her. Do what's best for you, woman, at the end of the day. But also, man, um, I saw a lot of people who and I can see where they're coming from. And they the question was raised, is that what we want to teach our kids? To run away from our issues. Right. Mm-hmm. To kind of shut down. And yeah. the, so the question I'm posing to you is, is this taking care of herself or is she quitting? Um, She's definitely taking care of herself. Okay. And I can see the angle that people are trying to play. Uh, of course. Two things can be true at once. Yeah, it can. It definitely can. And I can see how people try to push negativity towards um you know a positive person like Simone you know yep. she's never in headlines or anything like that mm-hmm. so people just always try to find something you know find something to kind of to hold over your head right right um just coming from a competitive family um a lot of athletes in my family i was always taught man like once you're on the court once you're on the field like you kind of got to block everything out yep coming from that angle Okay, um, we've seen great athletes who've who've been going through like some crazy shit. Brett Favre, Brett Favre father, with his dad dying, right? right? Michael Jordan coming yeah. back after his dad after passed. His dad passed, right? Um, yep. And it's just the great ones, and I, I mean, and by all means, Simone is one of the greatest gymnasts that we've ever the laid eyes on, right? The greatest. Okay. Um, but it just takes a a different type of person, like you, like to a sense, to a degree, you almost have to be borderline crazy. To mm-hmm. do what these people are doing. Brett Favre going out there and having a hell of a game. Yep. Right. Michael Jordan winning the finals. Kobe. Kobe. Um, Rape trial. No, I just named what happened. I wasn't being funny. But, but they didn't win a ring that year. But he played his ass off. He did. He every he every carried. every game. He no, team. no, dead ass. Every he every game he team. came. Every game he came back he from trial. He dropped like 30, 40. He went crazy. I forgot the trial was going on. Yeah, he, he was playoffs. he was going to yeah, yeah he was going to court. Oh, he was going yeah, yeah he does, was flying to Colorado. Does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does play. That's yeah. different. That's yeah. different. So it just it just takes a special individual to to block you know the unnecessary noise out and just tap into a different bag. And did OJ did OJ play football after he killed old girl? He did not. Okay. He had a hell of an acting career after he killed Toke. He did. He did do that. <laughs> Those naked gun movies, though. <laughs> That's a fact. He he also has uh, the three beautiful daughters or two, and Chloe and Kim. And Chloe, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm okay. Sorry. Cool. Let me not let me shout not get all trite. Shout, yeah. shout out OJ. Let me not get all trite. But yeah, shout man, out to OJ. But not saying that um that Simone isn't a special athlete. It's just. Maybe she just doesn't have that skill to kind of. Everybody push. not built the yeah, same. They're not, and she may not have. She may not have, and that's not taking anything away from her. So if she needed to tap out, you know, miss these Olympics, she's still young. She can still come back and clean up. You know, absolutely. You know, this, yeah. And and pretty much like the people that 
that have shit to talk about her, they probably can't even do a cartwheel. Right there, no, right that's a fact. Point, no. That's a fact. And, you know, I looked at it, and, you know, I think that, to me, is the the, the over... That, that to me, is, is the answer, which is, you know, everybody's not built the same. And I think what should be focused on more is it's important, you know, to be you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not feeling it, you don't have to do it. And there shouldn't be an issue with that. We all you know handle shit Be yourself. We all handle shit different. Mm-hmm. If for you, you know, it's too much to bear, then fuck it. Stay away from it. You know what I mean? If you can power through it. Then do so. And I think to me, that's more important than anything. Um, one thing I did see, man, and, you know, I've been watching a lot of sports uh, talk. So I normally don't, but I was kind of watching. And actually, I caught, um, and I'm, I can't remember this. Emmanuel, Emmanuel Ocho was on All The Smoke podcast. And uh, he was talking about the Shikari situation. Uh-huh. And he made a lot of sense. One thing for me, man, is, you know, no matter how I feel about a situation, I'll always yield to what makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not one of the ones that's like, no, this got to be it, and that's it. You know, it's, nah, it's not that. If it makes sense, you know, and we discussed this um, in the situation with um, the young lady who was shot by a police officer. Remember, she had a knife, and we spoke about that. Right. And it was, well, wrong what is was, wrong, yeah, yeah, wrong is wrong. And um, so, you know, he made a point, and I'll be real quick because I don't want to, you know, we talked about Shikari a good bit. And uh, basically, he pointed out the fact that in certain countries, it's illegal to smoke weed, period. Mm-hmm. You know, I think he mentioned in China it's punishable by ten years in jail if you're caught. So um, the point was that in different countries you can't even do it. So in theory, it can give you a competitive advantage. And hmm. the thought process, kind of, when I saw that, when I saw what happened with um, Simone, I thought back to that. I said, "Hmm, makes sense. You're dealing with what you're dealing with. You got that obvious nerves." Of running the Olympic trials. Right. And weed, you know, smoking, whatever, can calm you down a little bit, right? Right. So, in theory, if I can smoke and that calms me down and relieves those nerves and I don't have to deal with those mentally, but you can't. Not saying you would, but you don't have the option to. Yeah. Right? And, you know, the thing about it is, you know, he pointed out that it's not that it's, you know, banned or illegal for you to do it. It's illegal to do in competition. Compete. Right. So when he said that, it made sense. So then I thought about that, and I took that to Simone, and I was like, hmm, you know, okay, cool. She doesn't have this option, you know, so she chose another, and the other being to step down, you know, so. Just so she can get high. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, you know, or whatever. You know, whatever her advice is, whatever comments. <laughs> Let's it not down. put that on. Yeah, you put that on. I didn't say it. That was you. <laughs> you agree. No, dude. I said I just said it was yeah. 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 That's you. Let me make that clear. I'm doing that for here on out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm making you wear that shit. Yeah, <laughs> put, I got it. I'll put that T shirt on. <laughs> um So yeah, man. So, you know, again, man, I think that to me is the most important part is, you know, just being yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and dealing with it, how you dealing with it. I think it takes more courage to do that than anything. You know what I mean? To say, listen, man. And to actually yeah. you know, put on a put on a smile and face like nothing's wrong yeah, and just to appease people. That don't really care about you. We get that a lot, man. We we can we can almost look back and, and tell like when niggas going through shit. For sure. Like the little pie face they have and it's like yeah, little you know, shit right there. You know what like, niggas, oh, nah. you know niggas, man. You that know nigga, that nigga old lady slipped out last yeah. night. He going through that shit. Yeah, you know what time <laughs> it is. You know what I mean? So, to me, that's the main thing. You know what I'm saying? So, shout out 
to uh to Simone for standing on her principles, man. Oh, yeah. I, one thing about me, man, I'm a man of principles. So I can always salute somebody for standing on theirs. Yeah, and we'll see her in twenty twenty four. Oh, for sure. She'll be back. Her in or Shakari. For sure, for sure, man. We gotta so, hold them down though, man. Yeah, in the meantime. Hold down. In the meantime, we definitely gotta hold them down. So um one thing, uh speaking of being yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Segway champ. I see you. Speaking of being yourself, man. So there are a lot of comments made uh from the baby. Um in reference to um, you know, uh home being home he made a lot of homophobic, if you will, um comments. comments. Uh, basically, you know, he, he kind of went through the whole the DJ call to action type thing. You know, ladies, if your pussy ain't stank, make some noise. Fellas, if you got a pocket full of hundreds, make, you know, make some noise. And also, if you ain't suck no dick in the parking lot, Whoa. let me hear <laughs> See, my, my first issue with, uh, <laughs> with all of this shit is this. <laughs> Get into Bro, it. like, what happens to, like, the, the classic chance of, like... If that nigga ain't shit, put your cell phone lights in there. You know, right, just simple right. shit. You just want to like, know who, who yeah, wasn't sucking yeah. dick in the parking lot. Come on. He said Where that nigga fans, at, He bro, said his bro, fans bro. are classy. That's what, what he said. What a, come on, dog. Oh, man. Boosie, I don't know. Boosie agreed. Yeah. And Boosie brought uh, hmm. Lil Nas X into it. He brought my boy in it, huh? Yeah, man. God damn, man. Why, why? Why is it so easy to go after Lil Nas? Lil Nas ain't bothering nobody. You know what's man. funny, man? You know why I fuck with Lil Nas X? He clapped back, and he oh. he had a tweet. <laughs> see, you said that. I didn't say that. You said that. He clapped and look that. at me clapping. Look, see, that's you. Look at I'm me see, clapping. See, I'm letting you. I'm make you stand in that too. You stand in that clap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but now it's funny, man. Nigga said, I'm starting to think y'all said, rappers said, gay. He said, I'm starting to think that y'all the gay niggas. Y'all always on, on my, my dick. dick. <laughs> I was like, Nah, that's a fact. Yo, no, talk your that's shit, a bar. Talk your that's shit. A bar. That's hard. I fuck with it. That's so. So, you know, Boosie had his comments as well. You know, it's kind of basically said, like, you know, nigga Nas said he want to perform naked. He do a shit in front of me. I'm going to beat his ass. You know, all kind of shit, man. And, you know, T.I., you know, also had some, you know, comments about, you know, if y'all going to ride Lil Nas for doing that, then why can't we be, basically said, why can't we be flamboyantly straight if he's going to put it out to how gay he is? Lil Nas isn't, um... What's the word? Ostracizing. Um, oh, there we go. Heterosexual. Come on, come on, big word. You just being <laughs> just comfortable with being who he is, right? Talk about it. You that's know? it. That's and that's all it is. Like he's not. Hey, nigga, if you straight, I, you know we ain't right. It's hey, nigga, I am who I am. The right. baby, on the other hand, it's like hey, y'all niggas stay over there while we rocking over here. Man. Right, 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 and, right. And I'm all for freedom of speech, but we always say, man, read the room. Read yeah. the room, know your situation, and he's smarter than that, man. You have to know, dog. This is going to get some, you know. Some you know, pushback. you know what I, and I want to get. I'm gonna go back to Ti in a minute, mm-hmm. but uh, you know what I, what what I got out of this situation. Go ahead. You know what situation is fucked up when Chris Brown becomes the voice <laughs> of reason. Chris <laughs> Brown, Chris, Chris Brown put on said. his IG story, man. He said, "Man, go out there." Do your show, say thank you, and shut the fuck up. Shut up, just perform. Go perform, get your money, and shut the fuck up. Just perform. All that other shit, man, leave that shit alone. And I'm like, bro, it's wild. When Put your Brown. cell phone lights in the air if you spent your hard working money to come out here and fuck with me tonight. That's a fact. 
you gonna get a crazy reaction for that. You man. know what I'm saying? Like you ain't, now you're trying to appeal to your fans. And my thing is the big the biggest thing for me is just this shit's extra G. Like why you doing that? Come on, now, why you doing that? <laughs> you want to know the extra part out of all of that shit? What's up? Was after he said all of that shit, his DJ was on the mic. Yeah, it's a lot of y'all suspect motherfuckers. Out there. <laughs> DJ just riding, just riding with him, man. DJ wouldn't travel. DJ trying to travel. Man. There's a lot That's of y'all suspect is. motherfuckers out there. You yeah, know how the yeah. DJ mics be sounding nerdy. Right, in the background. <laughs> real quick, man, speaking of T.I., man, I don't okay. know if you heard this. I want you to hear this real quick. Go ahead. They say it. Listen, lying that hoe better shit there. Upset cause the ass ain't up yet. Listen, I ain't never gave no fuck by the bitch if a dead hoe give me my fuck back. Listen, never give a fuck about them. Pretty hoe stay in my DM. I ain't never had a problem getting trimmed. Little mama, your pussy ain't worth per diem. Heavyweight night, gotta stay in no gym. Line em up, knock em down, bim, bim, bim. Tilt my brim, baby, I'm not him. They can stand in line for it like at my museum. On my life, me and my wife. Run this city, can't snatch these stripes. We don't care what they talking about. Fuck them lies, yeah, man, cause the bankroll ain't this side. Mass on mass, all we outside. Tell bitch one shot, we gon' slide. Anything we can ever lose over live. People told on us, meaning never was ours. Take a shit again, nigga come try Put it on my chain, bitch, yeah, get fried All on IG, nigga won't try me See me in real life, won't, won't buy me Hold up, you ain't even never seen these type Consider me a supreme being And a lot of so on and so forth And all that, man mm. It's just Hey That's what tip on It's the king, bitch <laughs> That's what tip on Cause I ain't gonna hold you, man With all these, uh, these opinions that tip got And all these, you know Thoughts and all that shit. You when you can rap like that, yeah, that's elite. When you can rap like that, still, bro, say what the fuck you want to say, dog. You can have an opinion on anything you want. I appreciate have. that about Tip too, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, well, I appreciate not just Tip, but just in general, where rappers can still show you, like, no, listen, I'm still in shape. I still come out here and give you thirty, nigga. Don't fucking play with me. That's hard. So I saw that man. I saw that in. Uh, I guess that was an unreleased track that he sent. He sent to Trouble, and Trouble was like, "Hey man, stop sending me shit like this. So I'm gonna start leaking it. Like, shit too hard for you to just be having that shit in the tuck." I like what Trouble do. Trouble get on like those old those classic beats, bro, and yeah, flip it. Man. Yeah. yeah, man, for sure. So I fuck with it, man, for down show. So shout out to Tip, man. Glad to know he's still rapping, still active, still in shape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like some of his opinions are a little left field and. You know, but let's let's keep it a buck. What they saying ain't shit we ain't heard growing up. You talking about um? Yeah, the the shit about you know homosexuals and oh, all no, that. No. That ain't shit we ain't it's heard. It's a soft generation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like that's that's what we we heard that. Yeah, that was the barbershop, and not saying it was right. You know what I mean? Everybody should be able to be who they are, right? And, and feel comfortable in that without being criticized. But you know, in the day. You're going to get criticized. Right. It's going to be what's going to be. Your choices are going to be criticized. Your way of life, your lifestyle, someone's always going to have something to say about it. Uh, we like Those were like some of the primetime jokes that we used, bro. Like, for sure. Matter of fact, um, the rollout for uh, Lil Nas X's new song that he got with Careful. Jack Harlow. Did you see like the promo for it? No. What he's in court, and he's in court, I guess, over like the Nike shoes that he released. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Did he really go to court for that, though? Or was that was that a joke? Was it that was a joke? Well, that was yeah. part of it. Okay, yeah, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I so, believed it. <laughs> you got me. The attorney walks up to him like he's on the stand or whatever. He was like, "So, little Nas, with these shoes, I only have one question for you." He was like, "Okay, what's up?" He was like, "Are you gay?" <laughs> he was like, "Fuck, this shit got to do with the shoes." He was like, "Well, let me rephrase that." Do your mama know you gay? <laughs> I'm like, bro. I'm like, you dog. remember that shit? Huh? 
Remember that shit though? Yeah, bro. Those are like some of the best jokes coming up, dog. Like, no, I ain't gay. Oh shit, nigga. Did your mama know you gay? No, nigga. No. Oh, she don't know. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> it'll break your fucking heart. Yeah, man. So like I said, it's it's just wild, man. It's just part of it. I mean, everything yeah. negative was gay. Yeah. Stop, bro. That's gay. Man, that shit gay, bro. That shit gay. I ain't fucking that, that shit. You know what's what it was. So again, I'm not, you know, vouching or saying it's right, but it, it is what it is. It is man. what it is. We all deal with what society doesn't like about us. Mm-hmm. You know, we all deal with being black and not being accepted. We all deal with, you know, you know, we had parents and niggas that were being broken and weren't accepted. Yeah. Being a bad kid, not being accepted. Being a smart kid, not being accepted. You you deal with all of your flaws in front of everybody. You live that out. I mean, I don't have a problem with the baby just, I mean, of course, he knew it was wrong. But like I said, this generation is kind of soft. Only only main issue that I have with the baby at this point in his career, to me it feels like he's becoming the new 6'9". And the reason I say that is because he's starting to become known more for his antics versus his music. Okay. He just dropped a hard ass song maybe two days ago mm-hmm. that no light is being shed on because we're still we're so wrapped and consumed around what he said at Coachella. Okay. Before that, mm-hmm. the song that he dropped with Tori. Mm-hmm. Dope ass song, hard as fuck. Yep. What was the issue with that? Him and Meg going back and forth. Right, time. right, right. And it's just situation after situation that he like his name is always involved in. It's like, bro, like. You're at a point in your career where you should be past all of this shit. Like the niggas that's in your class, Roddy Rich, mm-hmm. Lil Baby. Mm-hmm. Like you don't hear from them unless they dropping some new music. Yeah. Now that's that niggas in Paris situation. I mean, that's you know. Well, let me ask you this. Let okay. me ask you this. Because actually it kinda goes to the, the clip we play at the beginning of the pod of DMX saying trust people to be who they are. Hmm. Right? And this isn't new for the baby. This is how he got on. You know, the first time i've heard about him was him walking around side by southwest with a pamper on with a pamper on you know so i don't uh, and and i see where you i see where you're going with it with the six nine in the sense of him being known more so for the shit he does outside of music than actually his music itself right um i think six nine was a wild was a that was a end of the spectrum though but i get it i get it because six nine is a whole different monster right but um I get it, but you know, I mean, I think you know, it's it to me, it's and I, the reason I use six nine, yeah, is because it is six nine is like, oh shit, I killed him with that on the internet, yeah. Wait to what I you know, watch what I got for him next week. And that situation you brought up with the pamper, he was like, oh damn, you know, shit, that ain't really worked. So shit, let me come up with something else, man. Let me let me hit him with another narrative. It I, just seems like he's kind of. I think that the I think that and I know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't I don't disagree with you. My only thing is I think six nine was doing that shit on purpose. And I feel like the baby is just being himself. Like he just doing what he's doing, like that's him. That's his personality. Like he just like and what I'm saying is I think that six nine was doing shit for attention. For attention. And I don't necessarily okay. feel like the baby is doing that. Now I think he does. I think he does a lot of things in poor taste. I think him bringing okay, out Tory yeah. at uh, Rolling Loud was horrible in poor decision. taste. Horrible, in very poor taste. You no, know, that's why you, you what you said earlier in reading the room. That's mm. very poor taste. 
and you did that on top of the comments you made. You know, you know what I mean? Like your entire set is marred by the shit you did outside of the songs. I didn't see. I I saw a lot of clips of artists, and a lot of the clips was um, from Rolling Loud. I saw were artists performing. Right. Everything I saw from the baby was outside his performance, and I think that kind of goes to your point of you getting more known for the shit you do the outside antics. of this your right. antics, the shit you do. It has nothing to do with your talent, and you're an ta- you're a very talented guy. You know what I mean? But you know, I think that the baby's one of them guys, man. Well, also, I feel like trouble kind of finds him too. I mean, think it's about just it. Luck, huh? It's just it's him. It's you bad, know what yeah. I mean? He didn't ask to kill a nigga in Walmart. The shit just happened. He's known for it. He, right. he caught a body in Walmart. It was well within his rights. He was defending his family, but that's part of it. So controversy kind of finds him, but I think he also doesn't do himself any favors. Mm-hmm. And again, the comments he made that doesn't help you, you know. Um, so, so what do you think about you know what the next step is when we have situations like this? You know, the mm-hmm. cancellation comes with it. Well, you know, I've, I spoke about cancellation. Right, I think it's right, a real right. thing. But he is um, he's he's losing a bag behind this. I think um, he can lose a little bit of a bag. He had for a sure. deal with uh, one of those fashion over type uh, companies. Yeah, yeah. He had a line that was going to drop. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Elton John got behind this shit too. So. I think that's 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 <laughs> that's a dangerous game right that's there. That's where you start feeling the issues. Yeah. That's when shit starts getting real. Mm-hmm. That's where a bag gets lost. And this is a man that said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do a song with Eminem." That's a legend. <laughs> you don't fuck with you. You got Elton John talk, tweeting your ass from fucking England somewhere. Him and Paul McCartney something. Listen here, mind. nigga. Tweet <laughs> that nigga. <laughs> You know he said nigga in the first yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. You know Elton say nigga. He oh, probably well. accept. He probably can say nigga around black folks. He didn't stand. You letting him get it off? No, I'm beat his ass. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Is that a thing? What's that? If you hear the word nigga, is it still on site? Or are we rising above that? You are we the new blacks? I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad we on on uh, not Coachella, but uh, Rolling Loud right now, right? Yeah. I watched some of the clips. Who said nigga? Bro, this shit was almost like a, a KKK convention. I saw so many white people just yelling nigga. Word? Just nigga, nigga. Like Kodak was up there. They was getting that shit off, bro. They kept panning the camera on the crowd. Number little white kids, nigga. I was like, yo. Well, I told you, white kids call each other nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. I've seen that. I've seen white kids calling each other nigga like the same way we do. I remember um, we went to that Outkast concert in uh, mm-hmm. Centennial Park a few yep. years back, right? Mm-hmm. And so before they came on stage, they played uh steady mobbing. Yep. Gucci and Wayne. So Wayne Park, big house, long hallways, got ten bathrooms, I could shit all day. Yeah. Nigga. This white girl standing right next to me and got that shit off. How'd it make you feel? I said, yo, you know Black History Month right around the corner, right? Oh, she don't give a fuck about it. She that. was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, No, you nah, you intentionally did that shit. So I was kind of trying, you know, I was trying to stress it. Jess was like, "Swat." I was like, nah, man. Like, because the more we feeding into it, the more they feel comfortable with doing that shit. I think that that's, I think our culture has been so, in hip hop itself as a culture, um, has been so welcoming. Black people as a whole, we're so welcoming. We open the door. Yeah, we open the door for people to do these, this kind of thing. And I and you remember that time, I think it may have been Al Sharp that was kind of leading that charge of like, Canceling the N word Like we don't say that shit no more Right I think that's Where he was taking it Honestly mm-hmm. I think he saw that shit coming Like okay 
Y'all gonna keep saying this shit And they're gonna feel empowered To say it too and Don't now, say I ain't warn y'all niggas Yeah, yeah I told you niggas <laughs> Told them niggas Not even wanna fight Cause they hit a word nigga It's funny man Because you know it, it, It's like In knowing that In knowing that It's part of the culture And our culture being welcoming And our culture being What's been hot For the last 30 some odd years It's hard to even blame them Because you know I, I deal in intent Right Like Okay, you said it, but how are you saying it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Are you calling me a nigga as a slur? Are you saying, you know, well, don't call me a nigga, period. But if, you, if you're saying it to your white friends, like, am I in a position to say, hey, that's our word. We don't need niggas around here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, what, like where's the logic in it? Where's the conversation in it? Like, where are you taking it? If, if it's just, yo, I don't like when you say that, well, Okay, well, what the fuck? You say it all the time. Right. Right? Like, how is it this bad of a word if you say it, you call your friends that, you say it around your parents, you call your family members this shit, you know, you call everybody that, you call your girl that, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You call, you know what I'm saying? Like, so how bad is, so to me, I don't know. I I think that it's going to be tough. I think intent, going forward, I think intent is really going to be what's important when considering how that shit is said and what it said by, you know what I mean? Like if you say nigga, now don't, again, don't say nigga to me at all. I don't care what your intent is. But if I hear you at a concert, like you said, say nigga, I'm not checking you. I'm not saying you were wrong for checking her. Oh no, I know but, I wasn't. Yeah, you feel me? <laughs> no, but I'm not going to check you because I, I know you don't mean nothing by yeah. it. Like I know you're not, it's different if, you know, you say, I got so 10 bathrooms, I can shit all day. Then you look at me and say nigga. All right, now that's different. Now I got to knock your ass out. Oh, now, oh, now we taking it then. Yeah, because you so, could now so, you're you're doing yeah, that to me. I, I know I know what it is. It's more so about them wanting to fit in, exactly. You know, and be a part of something. That's it. You know, be a part of something bigger, which is our culture. That's it. But they at the same cool. time, we have to check it. All right, you know, hey nigga, hey, <laughs> what can we say, hey nigga? Yeah, I can't even say but that. again, it's and to me, it's I I, I know what you're saying. And I mm-hmm. agree, you do got to check it, but it's just we can't because what are we saying when we check them? You can't say that we're niggas. We we the nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, it's like it's ill. Like it's like where do you? And that's where and that's where I'm conflicted because it's like the play that I took. I was like, it was more so of an acknowledgement. Like, hey, you know, cool out with it. It wasn't more so like me. Hey, hey, I'm like just like nah, I'm like nah. Come on, bro. Like, come on. Yeah, but you know, it's like, and I get it. I do, and that's why I'm conflicted because it's like. You just enjoying the show, like you're not. I don't think because it's no you said, malice. It's no yeah. Malice. Like I don't think right. because you said nigga in a little Wayne song that you racist. I don't think you're saying this. You know what I mean? So then it's like, all right, yo, fuck it, whatever. You know what I mean? Do your thing. Like mm-hmm. it's not. You know what I mean? And but I I know what you mean because no matter what you hear it and immediately like like what the fuck. But it's just like again, I'm conflicted. There's no set standard or guidelines. How to deal with it I feel like honestly You deal with it How you feel best You know That's why I say I don't think you're wrong at all Check that shit yeah. If in your If in your heart of hearts You feel like I need to check Check it mm-hmm. I feel like honestly That's what we gotta do Check it You know what I mean So um I think that's gonna be The main thing Going forward man So uh Alright well Music I'm getting some music Let's go man You give good Love to me, baby. Hey. 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 Hey.
Give me some head. She said, give me some head. What song you got? We got to introduce the playlist first. Oh, I'm bro. sorry. Threw me off. <laughs> you want it? No, you got it, bro. You got okay. it. You got Flavor it. Yeah, playlist number 24. Shout out to Kobe. Uh, yo, so shout out to um, this playlist, man. Uh, this going to be called Alley Oop. That's kind of crazy. Full circle. Come on. 24. 24, 23. Y'all niggas remember me. Y'all niggas remember who? Summer 02. All right. Yo, so yeah, man. So this play is going to be entitled Alley Oop, man. We're going to do a nod in a ode to all the uh, rap duos, hip hop duos, man. It's right. been it's been out there, man, for a while. Um, play this out. I'm looking forward to. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think I'm you know, getting to a little bit of a bag here, man. So I'm going to let you pop it off, G. All right, man. We're going to go with. Um my favorite okay rap duo um and the reason for this is because uh, my brother was a huge fan right Word. and this is all he listened to when he was growing up mm-hmm. so when he found out that i knew one of the verses it was off of big pimping <laughs> and pimp c uh verse on that yeah yeah when he was like, oh shit you know this like, yeah 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 yes i was like all right yeah i gotta tap into ugk now man so uh it's it's off of their self-entitled album that dropped in what 06 07 around that time mm-hmm. but let's go with gravy the underground kings Sang that shit. Rest in peace to Tony Snow, man. Uncle Chad. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, Long sir. The pimp. The original pimp, man. Long live for damn show. All right, man. So I'm going to take mine to something a little more up tempo, man. But we'll keep it in the same lane, man. That same mm-hmm. type of shit. You know what I mean? They grew up with. So without further ado, man, I'm going to holler at 3 6, man. We're going to do sipping on some scissors. 
Y'all know the motherfucking scope. Oh. Now pull it up, nigga. Dippin' on some scissors. Dippin' on some zip. 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 I'm trio workin' the wheel. A pimp, not a simp. Keep the dope beans higher than the good year blimp. We eat so many shrimp. I got iodine partment. Fuck niggas, make me sick with all that tension and bargaining. Say that you a boss, I ain't believing that shit You got the funny Geneva watch with the Ferrari kit Take that monkey shit off, you embarrassing us I got the red permissive scene, thick orange and yellow tusks Hypercoat down on the hands, free phone The 84 phone on them blades, 20 inch chrome If you got 16, you can get a fizzer I'm jumping on that dough, just sweet and sipping on that scissor Sir, yes, sir. That was a three six man sipping on some motherfucking scissors. Mafia. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, currently, man, it's draft day. Oh yeah. Yes, sir, man. We are uh, currently watching live, um, as we spoke to before, man. So, um, that's how you do it. Let her kiss that cheek. Bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> Kissing you. Yo, man. Let's track. get into that a little bit, man. You at the drive with your with, with your with your lady, your boo thing, your, your you know what I mean, your girl. How, how you moving, man? What you doing? Shit, we doing our secret handshake in front of the <laughs> <laughs> That shit gonna fly. <laughs> Make her feel like she a part of the show. All right, yeah. this how we gonna kill him, right? Part of the team, right? Yeah, 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 I'm gonna show you how dope we are as a couple, yeah, right? We, we, we in the hotel room practicing yeah. that shit. Niggas don't know if that's your sports manager or not. You know what I'm saying? So you gotta keep them <laughs> options open. G, you a new man now. You in the league. Hey boy, they coming. Yes, boy, they are coming. they? DM them DMs Yikes. are going crazy. Yikes, man. Crazy. You know, they actually uh That's a steal for the Hawks. Yeah, they re- it really is. At 20, um, that's a steal. Mm-hmm. They um uh, they kinda have like classes for uh, these guys on like how to handle like women and shit. Like yeah, they that. do. They yeah, do. They like, actually do. It's called uh <laughs> Tell me what it's called. Money management. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on, man. Chapter four. Yeah. These bitches. These bitches. Them niggas paying attention. Oh, these bitches. All yeah. right, man. So, um, some players to watch, man. What you looking forward to out of this draft class, man? Um, I really want to see what uh, the boy Jalen Green is going to do. Okay. Out at Houston, man. New um, Houston Rockets. That's an explosive backcourt with him and John Wall. Yep. John Wall still got some giddy up. Yeah. And uh, Jalen, man, he got some bounce out this world. Kevin Porter. Kevin Porter. I forget about Kenya Martin Jr. Yes, yeah. sir. So they explosive. got some pogos out there. Explosive on that wing, They got some pogos. Explosive on that wing. I'm kind of excited what. Davion is going to do, man. Yes, sir. Shout out to Davion. D. Mitch, man. Shout out to yes, sir. Shout out to the Ville, man. Shout out to the Ville. The Ville, so you finally got, got one. No, he had one. He had J Mac. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You yeah. got one. Lottery. Mm-hmm. Lottery, man. And well they, deserved, too. For sure, man. Davion was dope because I saw Davion playing in high school, man. And you knew then he was special. Right. You know what I'm saying? So to see that. But 
again, living here, being from the area, man, it's a lot of guys we see that special. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But and I remember. That's been the talk. Yeah. Pretty much all day around yeah. here, man. Like, yeah. where he gonna fall to? Yeah, and I man. told him I was like top ten. Yeah, for it's sure. No other choice, bro. for sure. And and shout out to that particular Liberty County team, man. So it's one left out of that big three that's still actually hooping at uh, Oregon, Oregon, right? Uh, yeah. Will Richardson, Will. man. But so that's two guys off of that team that are in the league. One's the NFL, uh, NFL player Richard LeCount, um, playing for the Cleveland Browns safety. Mm-hmm. And now you got another one drafted to Sacramento, man, to the Kings and Davion, man. So Will, you up next, baby? Yeah. What you got, man? Will walking bucket, man. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking this year with Dior. At Oregon, man, it's gonna be a strong year. Now he got he get his like kind of shift over to the to the two. You know he ain't got to necessarily run the offense, man. Just could be a bucket. Get your bucket, yeah. yeah. He's gonna get be healthy too, up. man. Healthy too. I think he broke his wrist or fractured his wrist. I missed a lot of time, but but yeah. Um, my take on the draft, man, is fuck the draft. The Lakers got Russell Westbrook, my nigga. We Gun out shots. here. We Gun back. Gun motherfucking shot. I done told y'all niggas, shit, man. This is the Laker way. This is the Laker way. We don't take lightly to losing. Mm. We don't take lightly to losing. I see another move coming. I don't think Russ is the finished product. No, sir. Not at it's all. It's not the finished product. And they are currently making chicken salad out of chicken shit. Because we had nothing to give niggas. Yeah. <laughs> and somehow we got Russell Westbrook. Them niggas, so. was, them niggas was happy with Kyle Kuzma, <laughs> Montrez Harrell, and a, a pack of Skittles. That's a fact. And I Thank gonna, you. I ain't going to lie, man. Um... Seeing Kuz leave is a little bittersweet for me, man, because he's the last of the of the baby Lakers, man. The last and, of them, right? Yeah, and you know you kind of fall in love with them guys, man. Just that you know, and baby Lakers being uh, D'Angelo, Julius Randle, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo, um, Kuz. Um, you know, actually, you know, I lie. Caruso's still there. Crusoe's in that Caruso, group too. Yeah, he was. Alex Crusoe's farm in that group. league. He was back yeah, and forth. Man, yeah, back and forth between the G League team and in Thing with Kuz though, I think Kuz will be okay. No, it's gonna just, be fine. It's just systems, man, and it's hard to adapt and adjust to a lot of systems. Yeah, I, I said this all the time, man. And shooting Kuz some bells, you know, Kuz. He said himself, you know, he's like he's never been asked to like do the same thing every night. Just sit in the corner and wait. Every night, but but that's the thing, it's always something different. Mm-hmm. Tonight is sit in the corner, wait. Tomorrow is go lock him up. The next night is go get thirty, and it's never Rebound. been a consistent. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. never been a consistent role, and it's so hard to flourish without a consistent role. You think about what they asked him to be, six man type guy, score off the bench, but then you don't ask him to be that. Like that's what you want him to be, but that's not what you don't put him in that position. Well, the rotations are kind of are kind of tricky, yeah. Because Lou Will is what he is because Lou Will knows his job. Yeah, when every Lou single Will night, comes off the bench, starters are on like they're they're sitting down, they're resting. Mm-hmm. When Kuzma come in the game, shit, AD might be in the game still. Bron might be in the game still. You never know. Yep, that's, it just that's all a depends. Fact. That's so. a fact, man. So, but, I mean, Kuzma a bucket. We know he get up point. I mean, he gonna put his points up. Yep. He get his shots and he's improved. He's improved as a defender. As in well. a situation like Washington, I think Shannon Sharp was. Oh yeah, he could be a good player on a bad team. <laughs> so we'll yeah. see what he does. Yeah, I think that he could be, and I think he'd be a good player on a good team. I think right system, know, though. right system, right situation, right system, right situation. Um, you know, he had a quote that he said he felt like he's as good as Jason Tatum. Whoa. Um. <laughs> But, you know, I'll be honest with you, though. I do feel like he has the 
he has the tools to be as good as Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. I think Jason Tatum is battle tested. He's been through it. Obviously, he had the seven game series with Braun in his what rookie, second year, rookie year, rookie year. Um, but I do feel like a lot of them situations, man, you kind of playing with house money, so there's not as much pressure as people think. The um, ignorance of being in that situation kind of motivates ignorance, you. Ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Ignorance is bliss. You know, we can, you know, boy, we can lose. Jump out the fucking building, bro. 48 fucking inch bird, nigga. Shit. I ain't up to 65 inches tall. God damn. <laughs> Fuck you, nigga. Uh, but yeah, so, so anyway, man, as far as the draft goes, um, few people, man, mostly hometown and uh, local, not local, but hometown and Georgia area kids, man. Real interested to see where Shreve Cooper's on the line. Um, I think he's vastly underrated as a guard, man. Um, went to Auburn. Had some eligibility issues that, you know, he was able to kind of battle through and came second half of the season, man, put a 20 and 8 at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, first game, I think he put like 30 and 12. I mean, it went crazy. Um, been a fan of him, you know, obviously, you know, bumped into seeing his sister play when she was at McKeecher up in Atlanta, man, and she was also a dog, man. She, oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Um, you know, so she's actually at uh, playing for the Sparks right now, man, so – uh, so Sharif, someone I'm watching, obviously Cade Cunningham. See what he's gonna do in Detroit, man. I, Cade did some dope shit tonight. Yeah, man. Do the buffs on. Yeah, man. <laughs> he kinda, threw those buffs on. Yeah, he already kind of enamoring, enamoring himself to the city, man. So and they gonna fuck with him for that. Boy. Yeah, man. Interested to see. The what killers Cade. will at least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. The killers love that shit. <laughs> for sure, man. So I'm interested to see that, man. And uh, Scotty. Scotty Barnes. Yeah, I want to see what Scotty's going to do out in Toronto, man. I mm-hmm. think that this is leading me to see one or two things: either a they're moving on from um, Kyle Lowry mm-hmm. and Rockwell Van Vliet, or they trying to get, you know kind of run it back a little bit, add him to the mix with Siakam. You know, maybe drop a little bag on Kyle Lowry, man, and, and give it one more good, one more uh, old college try. Um, um, so here's here's my sleeper in the draft, and this is. Um, this is a guy that I'm rooting for the most. Mm-hmm. He was on that uh, Ignite team with uh, Jalen Green and uh, Jonathan Kaminga. Mm-hmm. Uh, straight out of high school, out of Baltimore, mm-hmm. uh, Isaiah Todd. Okay. He's just one of those type of guys, man, 6'10", 6'11". Push, push the court, run the court, um, has a, a silky shot, man. Pick and pop game, back down, fade away, all of that shit. It's just about him putting the time and and working and just getting that, like I said, the system and situation, getting the opportunity to play. But it's a lot of comparisons that I heard out there, man. It's just a mixture of uh, Giannis and KD at the same, a blend of that. Gotcha. So, but you know how those comparisons go, man. Yeah, it's man. a hit or a miss, but for sure, for sure, man. So, so, so we'll see where up. he lands. See where he lands. Shout out to all the young men being drafted, man. You know, success and blessings to all, man. Uh, you know, keep your head on straight. Take that class while I was talking about. <laughs> money um, management. <laughs> yeah, that money management class, man. Uh, and, and again, man, shout out to Davion. Get me a Davion jersey, man. Oh, yeah. Got to support the kid, man, for sure, for sure. Got town. A, yeah, man. Got a lot of Donovan Mitchell in him, man. So, a lot of Donovan Mitchell in him, man. So, I, I think that's a good comp for him. Um, so, speaking of the NBA... What you got? Um, had a question, man, seeing these guys realize their dreams. You know, it, it's something that I, I, I had a conversation with somebody about 
um, one of my homeboys, man, just, you know, and the question was, can you maintain a relationship while also chasing your dreams? Hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, obviously it's a lot that goes into to that, right? It's a lot that goes into chasing your dreams. A lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money. And it's a lot <laughs> of things that go into relationships. A lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money. <laughs> so, you know, the question is, you know, how do you balance that? Is it possible to balance that? And if so, how? Um, so what's your thoughts on that, man? Um, just like the time and the effort that you're putting in with um with chasing your dreams, in order for a relationship to work and to flourish, you have to put that same time and effort in, into the relationship. Right. You want the results in your dreams, which, you know, I'm I'm guessing you want that to be your career, correct? Right. Okay, so you want. So then the question you, would be, can you? Is you it can? Possible? Oh no, it's definitely possible. Okay, it's definitely so how? Possible. So, so tell me how that's possible. Um, you have to have the right partner. Okay, they have to well, understand. Now we here. Yeah, we nah, talking. That, that's we we talking. All right, cool, nah, cool. That's what I'm they have to have the understanding. Like, look, there has to be a balance. Like, when I'm not dealing, you know. With our relationship or putting the time in, you have to know that the effort is going you know, to better our situation mm-hmm. because my dream ultimately becomes uh, your dream as well. Right. Okay. So on the flip side of that, <laughs> your dream can't be some bullshit, right? You can't be goddamn okay. 36 chasing a pipe dream. Okay, well let's let's get into that then. Okay. What's because you know, and that's that's a very interesting topic, man. Right. That's why I want to get into it because it's so many different nuances in it, man. Oh, it's so, fun to play with. This. So, so you know, so, so, right? Yeah, you said that. Not I got me, it. I once again, <laughs> um, so you know, so we get into that. You say your dream can't be some bullshit, right? So, what necessarily, you know, what necessarily makes it bullshit? Um, if it's something that I believe in. You know what? What makes it bullshit? Like why? If why? you're not dedicating yourself to a dream, if it's just where you would, where you see yourself, where you would like to be, but you're not necessarily putting in the effort, does that make my dream bullshit? Or, yeah, make, me, it, or make me bullshit? Hmm. That's a good point. And That's I say that because point. you know I look at um and you know, I, there's a, a a meme that always comes to mind. It's a picture of a guy, right? Okay. And he's digging for gold, and the guy next to him is also digging for gold. One of them gives up. And and the guy that's digging for gold, the first guy, well, I'm sorry, the second guy, you know, digs, finds his gold. And it's a little pot of gold, you know. He gets his and walks off. Well, the guy, the original, the first guy, sees him get his. And he jumps into that guy's hole and starts digging for gold, too. Well, okay. what they show is he was literally right there from this big-ass... A big, a bigger pot. A bigger, a bigger pot. pot. And I say that to say, you know, maybe it wasn't that his dream was some bullshit because he was on the right track. Mm-hmm. But he gave up. So I don't think the dream is bullshit. Is you. So, all right. I give you this scenario. Mm-hmm. You have a, a a stable job, a very good job, right? Yep. You make a decent amount of money mm-hmm. to take care of you, 
whatever your relationship, whatever position y'all are in your relationship, y'all could be married, y'all can be dating, but it's enough money to take you provide for both of y'all. Correct. Right. So one day you just say, you know what? I've always had a dream to do such and such. Mm-hmm. She has the right to question like, well, what kind, what type of work have you been putting towards this? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, none really. So you right. plan on pursuing this dream? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're going to put our situation in jeopardy to chase a pipe dream. Right. And that's, that's where I was coming from as far as saying like, you know, your dream is some bullshit because you're taken away from our future to chase something that, you know, sporadic, a, sporadically it just pops think, up here and there. I think, um, I think questions need to be asked in mm-hmm. that, in, on that front. Because, you know, and to me, you know, I'm, and I say, I say it a lot, I'm a creative. You know, I'm constantly thinking of shit, you know, I'm, I, so I know for me. Mine is always twirling. Know, yeah, so yeah. I know for me, my end game is a non-traditional type Source of, of income. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, now, well, non-traditional passion, if you will. You know, I believe in traditional sources of income, you know, mm-hmm. the real estate, the like those are, you know, that's Passive separate. Income, yeah, right. exactly. You know, to fund my dream. Right. But, you know, the nine to five, you know, life ain't where I see myself ending up. It's not scheduled for us. You know, exactly. Um, so that's why I asked it. So I'm I'm kind of, for lack of a better term, sensitive to the topic because for me, it's hard to necessarily gauge a dream as bullshit or not not saying that's what you were doing but in general saying that you know it's a pipe dream and maybe to you Mm -hmm. but this is where my heart is at you know what i mean and i agree with what you said too it's like well what kind of work have you been putting into it none okay we'll tell you what and i think that's where the conversation comes we'll tell you what this is what we're gonna do start building and when you get to a point to where we can live a lifestyle and you can for if you know you can do that, then let's do it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's tough, man, because you know it's, it's that also. I mean, and I agree with everything you're saying, but that's where the importance of who you're dealing with comes into play, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And that's where and that's, because they're yeah. understanding. They can't be a yes man. They have right. to check you on a lot of. Th- they got a question. Certain, yeah, they got a question. They have to question a lot I, of things. I know uh, there's a lot of things I, I did and, and came up with, especially during the pandemic, that I'm mm-hmm. I've been putting into motion. And one of the first people I go to is my dad. Right. And the reason why is because he questions everything, and to the point to where it's one annoying as fuck, mm-hmm. and two uncomfortable as shit. So what ends up happening is is like he'll ask you questions to the point to where you start questioning whether or not this shit's going to work. But the key is if you're questioning if this is going to work, if you don't truly believe in it because he asked you a couple questions, maybe that ain't. So I think that it's important for your partner not to be critical of it, but to ask questions, ask real questions. Okay, well, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do that? We have kids. How are we going to do this? Did you think about that? How are we going to do that? Mm, I don't know if that dream comes with health insurance. Can we afford that? Mm-hmm. You know, what happens if, 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 if Johnny breaks his arm? Can we afford to fix that? Can we get that work done? What happens? You know, so. And I kind of highlight um, the term dream. Mm-hmm. You feel like there's a difference between dreams and passions? No. There's not? 
because I feel like they both started either. I feel like one is the, the, uh, for lack of a better term, has a different word for it, but one is the product of the other. Okay. Your passions come, they're birthed from your dreams, mm. right? Like this is your dream dream being, you know, something that I really want to do. Something that I, I really, you know, feel that this is, you know, where my heart is. And then that dream becomes my passion when I actually put the work into it. When I actually start really cultivating that, you know, that's when it becomes like my passion. You know, again, we're, you know, watching NBA draft and you're seeing kids that at one point being a professional basketball player is a dream. Mm-hmm. And eventually the pursuit of that becomes a passion. You know, this is where my passion lies. I have to get to this point. I want to make it here. And that dream turns into a passion. I um, now, I think maybe, and I think kind of where you're going with that is maybe when is a dream something that's realistic or something that's it's actually tangible? tangible. Yeah. yeah, something mm-hmm. tangible, something you can actually put your hands on. Mm-hmm. I think that's different. You know, I think that's a good question because, you know, hell, I can say, Oh, now, right now, at age of 31, if I say, yo, fuck this, I'm quitting everything, I want to be in the NBA. Niggas going to be like, huh? Right. That's a little different. I think that's when, you know, that's when those dreams become a pipe dream, as you said. Mm -hmm. You know, that's when real questions need to be asked. But, you know, I look at a lot of people, you know, where um, they got on late. Late. You know what I mean? Uh, we spoke about Jay Z last uh last, you know, um last pod. It took Jay Z a very long time to become Jay Z. I mean, it's late twenties, early thirties. Twenty six. You know, before and he says he had songs it took twenty six years to find my path. You know, my only thing is trying to cut time in half. You know what I mean? We used to kinda of speaking about his son. Um, you know well, honestly, man, that age now that's a good age. 26 25 26 you see a lot of artists like catching their stride at that age it's a great age but mm-hmm. then you even think about guys like like Ted. we talk about two um two chains all the time he was in his 30s 30, 31 32 yeah before he really popped yeah. you know what i mean rick ross like mm-hmm. early 30s before they became this star right. and imagine if you're dealing with a partner who didn't support it didn't fuck with it talked you out of it because this is what we need to do. This is the life we need to live. Let's live this life that had I not pursued this passion, this dream mm-hmm. would be as a mediocre life compared to what we're doing now. You got to have the right partner, man. Yeah. You know, you I think to, to me, right that's to, to me, I feel like this answer to that question, man, it's who's your partner. Does your, I think it's also another question is, does your partner have to believe in your dream? Um, they can support without believing. I don't, yeah, and I about to say, I don't think they have to believe in your dream, but you have to believe in you. Right. They have to trust you. That mm-hmm. trust has to be. If they don't trust it, they're constantly going to look for something in it. They're going to question they're it. They're going to question it. As soon as something fucks up, see, I told you. I told you. I told you. And you can't, you, you're not going to survive. Come on. Yeah, one, one, two things not going to survive. The relationship or what you're pursuing. Mm-hmm. I told you should have took that TSA job. That's it. I told you. Now look at you. Mm-hmm. Shit has been a trucker. I told you. I ain't putting you on my benefits. <laughs> you a liability. <laughs> Shit has been a truck. Yo, somebody said truck driving is, is like being a last check for niggas. The last what? They said being a truck driver is like being a last check for niggas. Like the nigga version of the being last a last check. check. Like, yo, that's wild. 
Y'all, y'all disrespectful. Okay. Y'all disrespectful. That nigga pull that big boy back out on your ass. Hey, I know some last text that pull that big boy back out too. That's the thing. Like, I feel like it was funny. It was funny, but you know, hey, I know some last texts. A good bit actually. I've, I've, that bag. I've always learned, man. You don't shit on somebody on how they make their bread. Yeah, if it's just an honest not. living and they're happy and they're comfortable with doing what they're doing, then hey, absolutely. So be it. You ain't hurt nobody. People, like some people dream bigger. Yeah. And that's the one thing, man. I've had a conversation with one of my friends, man. uh, Shout to Scrap. And we talked about, especially when we were younger, man, um, just kind of, you know, people having these thoughts and ideas of what success looks like. And we used to talk Mm -hmm. about this shit all the time. And I used to tell him, like, he'll talk about, like, you know, such and such ain't doing this or I'm not doing that, like him in particular or me, whatever. And I was, I said, bro, like, are you happy? Because a lot of, for a lot of people, Success is just that, like happiness. I just want to be happy, bro. Like everybody doesn't need everybody to be happy doesn't require, uh, you know, six figure incomes. Some niggas cool with shit, fifty, sixty k. You know what I mean? Some people are okay with that. I'm you know, t- I'm gonna people- tell you like this, bro. Some people are miserable in their within their success. That's a fact, and that's not a life to live, though. It's not, not at, all. at all. Not at all. Not at all. There's tons. I mean, you look at all these people who are rich, famous, and lives ending in suicide. You know, and more money, these, more problems. Yeah, you know what I mean. And and to me, it's be is due to that. It's due to the fact that they're not happy to begin with. Mm-hmm. They're not living a life that they're happy with. You know, they're not around people who make them happy. They're not living a life that's true to themselves. They don't appreciate the, their own. Grind and craft. They never right? took the time to make themselves happy. Not a lot at all. of these people don't even know who they really are. I, feel, I, about, I was about to say, a lot of people don't even know what makes them happy. Right. They're just doing shit and they're living a the life of making others happy. And that makes them happy. That's why my ears always perk up when I hear about people who are like celebrities and they talk about how much they love to give. I'm kind of like, well, what are you doing for yourself? Right. Because that's important. You know, I just like seeing people smile, man, make people happy. Okay. Robin Williams. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you always say check on the funny fur. Mm-hmm. They always say that, man. So, you know, I just thought that that topic in in particular was interesting, man, because you know, me and you were kind of you know chasing, you know, not chasing, um, but you know, we're you know building something here that you know we hope to grow into something. That's, going after, yeah, we going yeah, to get it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that you know it's important to. One, be upfront with your partner about that kind of shit because it's real. You know, Joe Budden, you know, and I, I posted actually on the IG, man, on our IG. And he mm-hmm. talks about, you know, people say it's a lot of people who going to quit and give up. Good. He's like, good, Let quit. Him. And I'm not, nigga. he said, I'm not. He said, it's going to be rough times. It's going to be times you don't see your family. It's times you don't see your girl. It's times, you know what I mean? You're going to miss birthdays. You're going to miss holidays, graduations. It's going to be times when you, got, when you got stitches in your mouth, nigga. <laughs> you feel me? This nigga's it's hard can. to talk. Nigga. This nigga got a wisdom teeth out and turned into Kanye. Nigga, I'm 50 <laughs> out here, nigga. <laughs> nigga, spitting that, spit that shit through the wire right Fire now. Fire on my feet. Fiends <laughs> all around. <laughs> For real, man. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a grind. It's, and I say it all the time, man. Um, you know, I got another one of my little uh, my little brothers, man, recently approached me, said he's going to be doing a podcast. Um, and, and I told him what I tell everybody, dudes, approached me about it. Hey, bro, 
If you want to do this and do this shit right, it's a grind. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have somebody who appreciates, supports, and recognizes. But a lot of times, honestly. I'll correct it. I'll mm -hmm. correct it. I'll take back what I said about dreams and passions. Yeah. Dreams versus ideas. Now, there's a big difference. Because ideas pop up in niggas. And it sounds cool. Like, oh, yeah, boy. Like, shit, if we do this, we, you know, we could probably get a bag off of this, right? And I'm glad you brought up people approaching you about, you know, doing this, being in a podcast game and things like that. Because I've been approached as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, you know, if you need help, just let me know. You know, we'll see what we can do. Never got hit back again. Of course not. Never what got I like to do, again. man, and I've been blessed to be in positions to help people with certain shit, man. And I've always taken an approach of I, I always ask them to meet me halfway. Mm -hmm. And I don't say that literally, but I say that as I'll say, yo, um, tell you what. When are you free? Okay, cool. Meet me that day at this place at this time. Let them sit there on schedule. Right, but call me. Call right. me and let me know you're on the way. Call me about an hour ahead. Let me know you're on the way because I got some things I'm be working on doing, you know what I'm saying? So I want to make sure I don't keep you waiting. Never hear from So it tells me. All I need to know. Like, mm, you can't even make a phone call. You can't pick up the phone to tell me if you're going to make it or not going to make it. I never said what happens if you don't make it. All I said was tell me if you're going to make it. You want to do that? You want to take that step? You want to go that far? Mm -hmm. I'm cool. Not saying that that limits what you can do. It just limits what you're going to do with me. Because I need to know you can meet me halfway. You're not going to have me doing all the work for you. Can't happen. I won't do it. I work too hard. I do too much. Oh, it limits what they're going to do. You know what I mean? It, do, it, it, it does. definitely limits It, it does, but, do. you know, me being me, I'm not going to speak for them. You know, maybe they can find a way to be successful in what they do and doing it that way. Maybe. I don't know. It's a million different ways to be successful and there's a million different definitions of success, right? So, cool. Do that. That's fine. That's nothing to do with me. But what I'm saying is with me, my standards, what I want to do, and operating with me and being on the team with me, you know, I, I recognize, you know, I ain't the easiest teammate, you know, but I'm always pushing forward. I'm constantly pushing forward, always that way. When I play ball, I push forward. You know, I taught them, you know, me and uh and Mod's gonna be on the pod soon, man. And me Mod and him, on the pod, and we <laughs> and we, me and Mod talk about this shit a lot, man. You know that at 18, 19, we worked on a lot of different projects together, a lot of successful projects. Uh, we also, we you know, me and Mod have projects that. Blew up, were great, and we just left. Not because we didn't care about them anymore, but because we kind of reached our goal with it. Like, mm, Got okay. bored with it. Let's we're, move on to the next. You know, and me and him are both the type of, we just want to accomplish some shit to say we did it. Mm -hmm. And after we done with it, we done with it. Cool. Wipe your hands. That's it. You know, so, but the reason why we work is because we're the same type of person in that mode. You know, you can say what you need to say without, you know, the other one feeling a way about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I know what you meant, dog. You know, it's not disrespectful, but you know, say what you need to say. Let me get, let me. Well, listen, bro. You, nah, you, you know, you really ain't X, Y, and Z. So, um, I think all those factor into the building and the culmination of a dream, kind of getting off the ground and becoming something real. But I do feel if you are in a relationship, you know, and I think kind of also your, um. Your track record is important. With the relationship or with uh, your pursuit? I think both. Hmm. I think that your partner is more adept to believe in you and your dreams if you have a history of showing, like, no, listen, like, 
this may sound a little crazy to you, but think about it. I did this, I did this, I did this. Remember? Right. And that shit sound a little crazy at the beginning too, right? But look. So if you're constantly giving up on things, then all right, nigga. You know, like, and she has every right to be like, to stand nigga, you know. She has a leg to stand on. You know who you are. Absolutely. You know who you are. Yeah, she has yeah. a leg to stand on. But the flip side of that is if I'm constantly producing, mm-hmm. if I'm constantly successful, like, no, listen, I know. It sounds crazy, but remember when you thought that last shit was crazy? Remember that shit popped out. off? Turned up, right? Then remember that second thing I said? Remember? Look, I turned Believe up. Believe in me. And normally you don't got to even have a conversation. What's the flip of the coin as far as the relationship? <laughs> what you mean? Your bad record in relationships. What's the... Like, what's the flip of the coin? Like, all right, nigga. Like, you know that when it comes to relationships, you don't put your best foot forward. So mm-hmm. why should I continue to pursue this? Like, say you're on the end where you want to keep the relationship. You want to keep that healthy foundation. Oh, we're talking about relationships Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, not, okay. I thought not, you were talking about... Oh, okay, we were Not the I'm dream, confused. not the dream aspect. Yeah, not the dream aspect, but the relationship aspect. Oh. Where you don't necessarily... Well, I mean, shit. For me, man, a lot of things is self, you know, so a lot of things, you know, speak for themselves. Like, mm. a lot of conversations. If we got to have a conversation based in, nigga, you know, your own relationships, well, why were you having this conversation? Break up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. No, it's no sense in holding on to. That's that's something I get from my dad, man. Like I'm not even mm-hmm. gonna talk about this shit. You know, you know, like not this shit, but it's in general. Like, you know, we're not gonna yeah, have a conversation about. Well, you know, your own relationship. You know, you right. So why are we? Of course. Like small talk. That's one of the things that I didn't necessarily get from. You know, I, well, shit, anybody. You know, my my family. No, I have maybe cousins, but my household, we're not ones for small talk. Like in meeting us and meeting my mom, my mom's an engaging person, nice personality, great woman, all that good stuff. But she's not going to seek you out. Right. My pop, she's not going to seek you out. Now, when you meet us and you talk to us, I'm like, your motherfuckers funny as hell. They cool as shit. I was always taught, speak when you got something to say. That, and but that's, the, that's the thing. Speak when you have something to say. And, and so, you know, and for me. I feel like small talk is just a way of people to fill out. You know who you really are. And I'm like, nah. If you want to get to know me, come with come with something important to talk about. That's a fact. Maybe you get a feel for exactly who I am. That's a fact. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's a coping know. mechanism. Yeah. In my opinion. And it's funny that I say that, and then I'm turn around. And I'm on the podcast, right? But even in the podcast, it's not a lot of you know. We get straight to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not a and whole it, lot. And of it's it, around it, And a lot of our small talk, it, it it comes from just chemistry bouncing off of each other, right? That's basically what it comes down to. But like I said, in a, in a, in certain cases, people use that just to kind of check the temperature on you, you know, see what type of person you are, what what I can get away with, what I can say to you, you know, what gets under this person's skin, like how they'll react if I say this. So that's why I, that's what I mean when I'm coming yeah. from that standpoint. It's uh, small talk. Yeah, absolutely, man. So, I mean, again, you know. As a whole, I feel like it is important. You can pursue, to answer the question, you you can pursue a relationship and your dreams. Mm -hmm. But everybody has to be on the same page. The C word has to happen. You know, communication, (laughs) communication is key in anything. Okay. You know, communication is key for anything successful. Successful, I'm sorry. Um, and keep so, your par- keep your partner in the loop with what you have going on. Yeah, that comes absolutely. with the communication That's aspect. That's that communication, um, man. Like you just doing shit. You, you know, you know uh, another thing. thing. Let them get involved with what you're doing too. 
spark their interest. To yeah, 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 to a degree, to a degree for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. You know, um, you know, sometimes maybe that separation is necessary. But yeah, if they, you know, if they, I feel like if they ask and they want to be involved, I mm-hmm. think it's not a bad idea. You know, I, I remember if my it's a good person, they're going to get excited when you get excited about things. Man. I remember, man, when my pops first started playing golf, man, probably a year and a half later, my mom said she wanted to play too. Uh-huh. You know what he did? He took her out there? Took her some fucking clubs. Got her lessons and everything. Mm-hmm. You know how long that shit lasted? A day? Three months. Three months? Tops. I think that's how long the lessons lasted. Mm. Her ass ain't been out that damn course since. So was that his way of teaching a lesson, or was mm. he actually mm. trying to get her involved with doing it? If she it? was rolling, she was, yeah, he'll, mm. shit, he'll, anybody. Come on. Mm. But it shit ain't gonna last. That's where I get it from. You ain't gonna be here long. But come on. We'll go. Let's go. <laughs> we'll talk about the time uh, Jess tried to play me in 2K. How'd that go? Bust ass. <laughs> 40. Had a head by 40 in the first quarter. <laughs> That's always fun, right? That's always this fun. This is my time. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah, shout out to that, man. I wish. I'm a Honey play. Yeah, come right, on. Nigga, come, come on. on. Get, get the stick. Who you get want? Get the sticks. Unless you get somebody, I give you the Warriors too. Who you want? <laughs> Who you want? <laughs> she would have hit me with uh the Rosses up there. I knew my ass was gonna be in trouble. Oh yeah, yeah. She hit you with that. You up yeah. in the Rosses? What fuck, you playing on? Fuck you. Who, who who you been playing with, guy? Nah, nah, real shit. She, she, <laughs> what, what camera angle you playing on? All right, my nigga. Time out. Who you been fucking playing with? Where the fuck you been? Yeah, who you me. fucking? <laughs> Let's get down nah, to dead it. Ass, like, who not, you fucking? Talking about small talk. Stop beating around the bush. Who you fucking? Straight up, bro. What right. camera angle you playing? Nah, bitch, bitch, yeah. All right, man, we can get music. some music, man. Music time. Before I get mad for nothing. All right, so um, I'm gonna get into a song, man. One of my favorite songs, one because he shout out um area I grew up in, man, the west side of Savannah, Georgia. Um, you know, Grandma stayed in Cloverdale. Grew up playing for the Stallions, man. Spent a lot of time on that side of town, man. So shout out to everybody on that side. So. Again, man, I'm going to tap into Outcast. We're going to Outcast, man. What's up, man? I'm back off in this bitch one more time. I drop this rhyme by where my roots at. Yeah. So what's that? A west side is in the house. A Fraser home is in the house. A Cloverdale is in the house. And Savannah G.A. is in the house. So check. February 1st, 
sir, man. So that was West Savannah, man, by Outcast off the Equimini album. My favorite records off that album, man. One of my favorite records by Outkast. So, shout out to the guy. Shout out to Big Boy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Shout out to 3K. Guess we gonna keep it in Georgia, man. Yes, sir. Another solid duo. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of comparisons early on to Outkast at that, mm-hmm. but um, came with a different style, man. Different flow, an animated flow at that. So, uh, off of their second album, from the Rooter to the Tudor. Let's go with Phil Mob, Cut Loose. That's like the fourth nigga she done hugged, bro. She got to be like some type of consultant, dog. Probably so. A freak. Mm-hmm. One or two. She probably taught the class. She probably clapped that ass. All right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so there's been a COVID spike. It's been a COVID spike, man. Seems to be that we can't shake this shit, man. Um, you know, you you said recently you got your you got your first backs, right? I got yeah, I got both doses. Oh, you got both. You out of you? You good? Shit, the way it's looking, man. They talking about with this variant. You probably gonna need a third one. So you got the Pfizer. Yeah, I got the Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer. Yeah, I did too. So mm-hmm. yeah, man. So um, you know, it seems to be a spike. They talked about um, Rolling Loud. A lot of artists went to Rolling Loud. Um, you know, one being uh, Des Dior, uh, who's dating future who. Tweeted that she tested positive for COVID and everybody who's around her, you know, should probably get tested as well. Yikes. Um, you know, and they kind of talked about Ronald being a little bit of a super spreader. 
So, that being said, <laughs> um, we nervous, we scared, do we care, do we give a fuck, we still outside, fuck it. You still outside, man. Yes, sir, we still, still out here. Yeah. Fuck it, we here? Yeah, you just have to be careful with how you move. I, 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 I can't express that enough, man. Like, So, tell us tell how you move. Talk to us. Um, What do you recommend? Mask up. Mm-hmm. That's most important. All um, times? At all times, yeah. Okay. At all times. When you're out in public, of course. Um restaurants, you know it's no really it's really no way around it. Um with restaurants and things like that. But if you're gonna eat in a restaurant, I prefer you eat outside. Okay. They have like a little balcony, you know, a little section where it's mm-hmm. blocked off or whatever like that. Then mask up as you walk through. Yeah. Take that okay. option. Okay. Be smart about it. Man. You know what I think about sometimes? What's that? Remember when we went out last year for Juneteenth? Oh wow, boy, we was thugging, man. But remember, Jess had the hand sanitizer. We was off in the corner, and she kept uh, hitting people with it and everything. You know, I thought I got COVID from that night because of the timing. Like two weeks later, I was feeling sick as fuck. Right, and I was like, "Bruh, I'm trying to think like when I was out." And I said, "Goddamn, Juneteenth." But the thing is, like, we were like we were close enough. Like, if you caught it. I feel like I should have caught it as well. Well, that's why I kind of was gauging everything and kind of peeking. So you out. was yeah, like yeah, guinea pigging yeah, niggas. Yeah. Oh, shit, I don't know. random calls like uh, random texts. Hey, you straight? Yeah, you. you what, how you feeling? How you feeling? You good, brother? Cool. Got a call. Got a call, <laughs> niggas too. You got call a call. Niggas. Yeah, see they coughing. Yeah, he like. Hey, bro, how you? How you? How you, how you yeah, doing? How you doing, bro? What you had to eat today? Yeah, yeah, you good. You see if you see if they got the taste buds. Yeah, what that thing. smell like? What it smell like? <laughs> smell good. Hmm. Yeah, no, nah, I don't. It couldn't have been Juneteenth, boy. No, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't COVID. So okay, all right. It yeah. wasn't COVID. I actually <laughs> round of applause. Yeah, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, it wasn't COVID. Actually, I, I, I think I, I talked about here on, on here before, man. But I had two separate, two separate instances. I thought I had COVID both mm-hmm. times. Turned out to be sinus infections. You a lucky guy, man. Yeah, man. God bless me. Lucky guy. Happy to be a favorite. Um, I don't think I've had a scare. Like the year and a half that we've been dealing with this, let me yeah. um, you know, yeah. tap on that thing right there. But knock on wood, yeah, tap on that thing. It sounds a little tap. Oh. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. It's all good, man. Yeah, but man. I don't know, man. You just have to play it safe. Um, just don't be ignorant to it, man, and know that there's a highly <laughs> a high chance that you can catch it. Especially with this variant yeah. out here, yeah, man. Um, one thing I am seeing is, you know, they are saying if you're vaccinated, there's a very high chance that you can kind of shake not getting it. The and symptoms it, yeah. are, are kind of well, lower. Yeah, the symptoms are de- symptoms are definitely lowered, but also there's a, a low likelihood of you actually catching the disease, the disease to begin with. Okay, um, they're saying that you know the COVID, you know, COVID even with variants. You know, I think is I think the Delta variant they're saying is like an eighty four percent chance. It was a little lower than the original COVID, um, but still eighty four. I'll take eighty four percent chance. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, I, I was actually I was watching the video, man, and I, I've been getting sitting a lot. I gotta make me a damn TikTok, man. It's a lot of information on TikTok, and um, it really is. Though. And they had a a nurse, and she was kind of talking about you know people saying. Um, you know, he he was saying, you know, uh, people don't want to get it because, you know, well, fuck, they're saying you can still catch it, you know, blah, blah, blah. He was like, well, you drive your car every day and there's a chance of an accident. Every single getting time you get in that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, you fly on planes, there's a chance you can, you know, crash, crash. every single time. 
you know, you do all these things every single day, and there's a chance that it can go left, but you won't get a shot because after the shot, there's a chance you can still get COVID, even though it's a reduced chance. A lot of people that are making these decisions are the ones that's out here fucking raw, and they don't see anything happening to them. It's like they'll play that game, but they won't play the uh, the vaccination. Ah, gotcha, 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 gotcha. You, you, you get yes, where I'm yeah, going. Yeah, with? I was lost. Awesome. I was like, "What's wrong? No. Fucking wrong? What's wrong? Fucking wrong?" But nah, but uh, but not. Nah, and they actually did say that too. Um, he that's one of the examples he used. He's like, you know, you still have sex, knowing you, yeah, you put a condom on, but still a chance you can you know, still get somebody pregnant. Still a chance. Mm-hmm. And you still get it's a chance of an STD even with the condom. You know what I mean? So, oh no, I'm sorry, and birth control. And right. So anyway, long story that's long, man. Get the fucking shot and shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right, damn, all the other shit is unnecessary. You know, I get it. People, you know, a lot of people talk about you know all these theories and all this bullshit. They're trying to implant you with this shit and. You know, they're trying to track you. They track you through your fucking phone, all right? Mm-hmm. They're tracking you through your phone. They know everything you do, all them little nasty websites you look on, the freaky-ass porn you like, they know about they it. They know about it. They know. With, with, um, with quarantine, pigs, coronavirus, and, and all they of know that what going you're doing. <laughs> Nasty motherfucker. With the quarantine, it's almost like a catch-22 because people have been locked up for so long, they're willing to take these chances just to be around other people. Yeah. So that's why these festivals are going so crazy. It's like, mm-hmm. dog, I don't care, man. I've been locked up. I don't mind being around somebody for, I'll take that risk, being yeah. around somebody for like maybe three or four hours. Yeah. And um, just just be smart, man. Plan your trips accordingly. Like, a lot of people are gearing up for like this Labor Day weekend that's coming up soon. Yeah. Go the week after. The same <laughs> shit is going to be there, dog. Well, I mean, the you same clubs. And, and for me, I don't even mind them taking a chance. Take a chance. My main thing. Just be smart about it. Be smart. Mm-hmm. Get the fucking vaccine. Go get it. And for me, I've I've said this from the beginning of the pandemic. I'm not worried about me getting sick. Not that I feel like I'm Superman, but you know, if I get sick, I'll deal with it. I'll handle it. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear is getting my parents sick, getting my grandmother sick, getting my coworkers sick. You know, that's where my fear lies is being responsible for getting someone sick. You know what I mean? And and them, you know, having diminished health and kind of fighting that battle due to my negligence. And that's just having you on your conscience, man. Yeah, for sure. You know what what I mean? So, So for me, I think that's where my... My uh, concern lies. I'm not worried about me. I'll be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, so, but it, it was, I, it was, it was it, like, since we're my family, it was a situation yesterday. Um, my grandfather, he celebrated his 91st birthday. <laughs> and they kind of had, like, a, you know, a, a birthday party for him. And, of course, a lot of people wanted to be there. But it was kind of limited. And I didn't go because I didn't want to take someone's spot. You know, so on and so forth, but it's almost like you want to take those those necessary steps to keep them safe. You know, he's frail at this point. Um, he's battling a lot of different things. So, why risk that? Why risk it? I mean, we've celebrated many birthdays with him, but you know, you showing up and you know your situation with your health may not be, you know, top notch. So at that point, I just see it as being selfish. 
Yeah. It's being selfish. It's and, very selfish. Very and selfish. These kids going to these festivals knowing that they haven't been vaccinated and putting lives at risk, man, it's it's fucked up. It, it is. really is. It's very selfish, very fucked up because it's so easy to pass this disease this this disease back and forth to each other. I mean, you know, and the C D C clearly doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about with it. You know what I mean? So it, it's hard, man, but you know, one thing that I actually came across uh, was a pastor, man, and I stuck him on as one of our little, uh, in our little shared note, talking about what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, pastor Greg Locke, um, and he had a message uh, for his congregation, and uh, I want to play this. Stop it! Stop it! I know right wing watch watching. I don't care. If they go through round two and you start showing up all these masks and all this nonsense, I'll ask you to leave. I will ask you to leave. I am not playing these Democrat games up in this church. If you want a social distance, go to First Baptist Church, but don't come to this one. I'm done with it. I said I'm done with it. I ain't playing these stupid games. That is a man on fire for the Lord. Pastor Greg Locke. He is Take here. your time, Pastor. That's what that's when you start hearing those bars, man. Pastor Greg said he is done with it. He don't give a fuck who watching. He said, if y'all niggas want to social distance, go to First Baptist. First Baptist. <laughs> First he shouted out Democrats. Then he shouted out Baptists. To sum it all up, he mean y'all niggas. <laughs> don't honest. bring y'all motherfucking ass to be in honest with you. He with mean that y'all goddamn niggas. mask and that social distancing. <laughs> we want to be close. God damn it, I want to be together. All right? Together. Me and you. Your mama and your cousin, too. God damn it, give me a hug, motherfucker. I'm going to kiss my sister and social distance. Make no goddamn sense, all right? Oh, huh? I'm going to fuck my auntie in the mouth. Can't fuck her in the mouth. I got to be six feet apart. My dick ain't that damn big. And at the service, we have refreshments in the back. God damn it, we're I'm serving, the refreshments. Come drink me up, we're baby. serving green bean casserole. Huh? First of all, I done told y'all about talking shit. We're serving the green bean casserole. You got one more time to this green bean casserole. I done told you about that shit. I done told you about that shit. All right, green bean casserole is a delicious delectable. Delectable, right? We're going to, we're going to, you know, whatever. Yo, real quick, hopefully, I want them to take uh, Sharif, though. Sharif going to Phoenix. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that pit is going to uh, Brooklyn, so never mind. Brooklyn. Anyway. Um. So yeah, man, Greg Locke, man, how you feel? What you you know? He basically saying, "Fuck it." It's a lot of that out there, bro. It's people, a lot of that. People out are there. tired, man. People are tired. People are, for one, folks just having um control, quote, uh, so to speak, on the way that they move. People are tired of hearing that shit, man. People mm-hmm. just want to get back to to living their daily lives and ignoring so many dangerous steps. Before we can get back to it, but so, this is this is such it's dangerous grounds. I feel like it's such a test of humanity, bro. Like it's just like dog. I get it. It's tough for everybody, mm-hmm. but your answer to that can't be fuck it. I'm gonna do what I want to do, and I don't care who gets hurt in the process. I tell you another reason why this is dangerous. Yeah, because I don't know. What is he, a reverend, pastor, or what's his title? Pastor. Pastor, okay. You have a congregation, right? Right. These people look to you 
for like the right message. And mm-hmm. everyone in the congregation is just like, hell yeah, talk your shit. So not only does he feel like that, however many people are in that congregation just for for the pod's sake, man, let's just say it's like 67 people yeah. that believe in the same shit that he's spewing. Can I say your secret? Not Go to ahead. cut you off. Go ahead. They're all going to die. They're all going to die. Mm-hmm. So you can continue. Okay. I'm sorry. So now you're taking those 70 people. It's going to be 15 by the time it's 15, all right. Okay, let's chop it down to fifteen. Let's take these fifteen. No, no, no. It was seventy. It's seventy. We gonna keep it at seventy. No, they're gonna they're gonna die. It's gonna be fifteen. It's, it's gonna be fifteen left. Yeah, yeah. It was seventy to start. It's not okay. All right. So take these seventy people. They're walking outside, man. Coughing. First place. First place people go sharing forks and shit. First place people go at the church on Sundays. Golden Crown. Go, restaurants, right? Yep. So My all things. of this shit that he just spewed in their heads. Yep. They're taking all of that malice into these restaurants, right? Yep. I'm not putting on a fucking mask. Fuck you. Fuck a mask. Fuck him. The Lord, I, the Lord said I didn't have to wear a mask. After I leave here, I'm going to Walmart. Walk walking by faith, not by sight. I'm walking around Walmart. No That's mask right. on, man. I'm shopping for lawn chairs, baby. Bro, like, dog, you have too much power. <laughs> to send that message out to these people, man. I'm going to shop for dangerous. lawn chairs with a mask on. You did what? I'm going to shop for lawn chairs and a mask on. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't sniff spray paint with a mask on. You cannot. You definitely cannot. I'm going to sit up here and get high. Hmm? Mm-hmm. That's what they going to Walmart for? Oh, for sure. I thought they were looking at uh, the riding lawnmowers. No, nah, they, so. they were going there eating Tide Pods. Tide Pods? Yeah, fucking up. Jesus Christ. They're like Skittles. Mm. Like fruit gushes. gushes, I can't. I can't even. Yeah, that's that's what it, that's what I imagine what a tie yeah. pot like would do. Like you bite into it and it just squirt. Like I hate it gushes. <laughs> Simply for that reason alone. I mean, I ain't trying to be hoping for it, but I want the fan gushes either. I know where you stand with that, dog. Okay, Feel me? so we right there. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. doing that. The first time I had one, it felt right. Uh, that's how I knew I wasn't gay. Yeah. That's how I knew. Real shit. That's how I knew I wasn't gay. That's how I knew. Yeah, that's how I knew. Like Ain't nah. one fruit crusher? Mm-mm. Like, nah, ma. Get the fruit roll-ups. Nah, nah. Get that fucking shit out of here. <laughs> that fucking shit out of here. Get the fruit roll-ups. Get the Dunkaroos, ma. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me them dots. Remember dots? Yeah, yeah, Suck yeah. Suck on dots like a nipple. Give me them. That's where you want to be, man. Yeah, man. Put me on the nipple. Full circle. That Back shit, to the titties. That shit busting my mouth, Paul? Not for me. Not you see why I was so mad when the uh when the surgeon was like, no, nah, you can't suck on a titty swab. Yep. Come on, man. All the fun things in life involve sucking on nipples. Yeah, man. Everything starts you came there. into this world. Sucking on nipples. Sucking on nipples, bro. God willing, I'm going to go out. Sucking, sucking on, on nipples. nipples. Big nipple in my mouth, too. That's a dope way to die. Like you know Nipple the world coming to the end. Like, yo, hey. sh- yo, this is no lie, no cap. I swear to God, <laughs> the motherfucker died, and his family is listening. Yo, my condolences. But motherfucker died in the uh, the Lowe's and Pooler parking lot. Fucking old nigga. He was fucking. He was fucking. Bitch, sh- bitch came running into the store. So, oh my god, he said he had a heart attack. You my boy, me. Blue. Yeah, you my boy, Blue. You my boy. Boy died. Died digging some coochie. Oh yeah. Shout out to my. We're not happy. Hey. Hopefully. Cause we yeah. assuming that it was If he ain't catch the nut, nah, bro, he ain't go out happy. I mean we also assuming it was good, you know. What if he died from like blue balls? Cause he couldn't like What if it was a bad batch of pussy? Shit, that could have took him out. 
Oh hell! <laughs> Get a little whiff. <sighs> bitch, bitch, could smell like meth and tobacco. That kind of take me back to that damn uh, the baby statement with like pussy smelling like water. Have you ever like actually had pussy that smelled like water? No. So what the fuck? Like, I don't know how that came like a popular term. Like, like I just know. say, just lay. Like, you want some clean pussy, bro? Yeah. Like. Pussy smell like water. Probably came from Plies on Sweet Pussy Saturday. Yeah. I think he had a... Didn't he have a song? Oh, he probably did have a song. Plies a nasty-ass nigga. That nigga had a whisper song. It was like, I feel like fuck. That nigga was wild, dog. <laughs> Plies is a sick-ass nigga, G. Oh, man. Sick-ass nigga, man. We'll get some more music. Yeah, man. Fuck that pastor, though, dog. For real. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, Pastor Greg, you're going to hell. How about that? Fuck you that, a whole pastor fuck going that to hell. Pastor, dog. That's really all I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, man. Thing, For damn sure. So what you got, Jesus? Wow, bro. Damn, um, Sharif ain't go first round. He didn't go. Hopefully they can get him in second. Back on the playlist. Yeah, man. What you got? Some upbeat shit, man. Yeah, that's party. Upbeat shit. Huh? Um coming out of uh where them niggas from, bro? I know they from Memphis. I think it's Orange Mound. I can't remember what fucking A Ball and MJG. I ain't even gonna try to be creative with this shit, man. Ball and G. Wait, 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 wait. Orange Mound, ain't it? Wait, wait. You say they from Memphis? Memphis, and that's where they from? No, I was saying like what hood they from? Oh, like, nigga, I don't know the hoods uh, in Memphis. See, I was trying to be creative. I was like, man, fuck, they from Memphis. Yeah, they from Memphis, nigga. I don't know the hoods in Memphis. They one of the greats. Facts. Classic music. Facts. Ball and G. Yep. Candy. Okay. <laughs> Just like candy. Shout out to G, uh, MJG giving us that bar on the titties. Titty talk. Over me. 
All right, man. Um, I'm getting to my favorite sets of twins, man. Speaking of titties. Tiggo bitties. Tiggo bitties. Yeah, I did that favorite I set know. of twins. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. God damn it. You practiced so, that in the mirror? Nah, that was, man. That was a, nah, okay. That's off the top. Yeah. Round of applause, off my top, boy. I'm trouble. All right, man. So I'm going to go to the Yin Yang twins, man. We're going to do, speaking of whispering, we're going to do Wait, the whisper song. Shit, bro. Since <laughs> that Chingy song, right? Right there. Like it when you do it right yeah. there. Yeah. Jess told JoJo <laughs> earlier today. Give me what you got for a part child. I said, yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? Don't say that shit to my daughter, dog. <laughs> and she was like, what? I was like, pork chop. She was like, okay. I'm like, nigga, pork chop. And she was like, nah. So I was like, yes, nigga. Like, bro, you can't be. <laughs> Pork chop, dick. Give me what you got for this dick. Give me what you got for a pork chop. Oh, she didn't know that. She should. You, you robbing young Joel for innocence. Oh, man. I didn't know, bro. Gotta be, gotta be careful. There you go. My pick just came in. Isaiah. My pick just came Give in. Give me what you got for a pork chop. She threw it on me like she was a show. Okay. <laughs> Dancing in the fatty girl Hot to talk Let you back it up Alright man So uh, Frito-Lay Is uh, Workers Just ended a strike Um, Don't know if you caught this man Shit was kind of wild I did not man So did basically not. They had a uh, Point system To mm-hmm. accrue PTO um, okay. One way of accruing a point Was working 31 days Okay. So after 31 days, you accrue a point. 
mm-hmm. you had to accrue a certain amount of points to earn a day off. Oh. Yeah. Uh, they actually had no working what they were calling suicide shifts. Um, so, yeah, this was actually a little nuts, man. Um, they went, when they got a union, all that good shit, man. Uh, but yeah, I was a, isn't that, uh, so, it seems like that's against the law though. Mm, now if you sign paperwork, that yeah, yeah, it. I was going to say, yeah, if you sign, if you sign that dotted line, then it's at your own discretion. Oh man. Yeah, it seems nasty. like, uh, 84 hours, seven day work, seven day a week work weeks were the norm. Seven days. 84 hours, seven day a week, seven days a week. Fritos. I'm not good at math. Is that 12 hours a day? 12. 12 times 5 is 60. Yeah. That's yeah. 7, 12 hour days. And also, you know, recent, not recently, but I know a law was passed that employees don't have to get, employers aren't obligated to give you overtime. Mm. They can put it in the comp time. Comp time, yeah. So you can work those, age, those 84 hours and 44 hours is comp time. Mm-hmm. Catch on comp time is what? That time has to be approved to get it off. Yep. Yep. Uh, nah. <laughs> we need you, Bob. Hit you with that, that SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, I don't really feel like it. <laughs> we need you. Nah, we really need you, pal. I'm telling you, man. It's going to be a tough week without you, bro. Don't know how we're going to do it. You know this is a pivotal point in the year. <laughs> Sharif Cooper to the Knicks. Like, nigga, we bagging chips. What the fuck? <laughs> calling it, man. Sharif Cooper him? to the Knicks, man. Right here? Yep. Nope. That was not <laughs> I could read them lips That was yeah. not Sharif Cooper <laughs> And they came out too long <laughs> And he said <laughs> Another Villanova Another Nova boy Yeah another Nova boy Marchon Nova man It's my favorite mm-hmm. team I told you I never had a college team For real for real Yeah yeah we And recently I just Recently I realized I really fuck with Nova Nova? Yeah I mean I've been Fucking with Nova since You know you know I fell in love with Villanova Was when they had The four guard offense With you know Kyle Lowry and, and uh Alan oh, Ray. Yeah, Alan Ray. Alan Ray and Kyle uh, Lowry, Alan Ray. Ah, it's another nigga went to the fucking league. Randy Foy. Randy Foy. Mm-hmm. Randy Foy. It was another, I can't remember. It was, was a white boy. He was a shooter. Yeah, white boy was a shooter. And he had a big boy in the middle. Yeah. Like six five, four hundred and fourteen pounds. Yeah. Big motherfucker. Alan Alan Ray was the um nigga who I popped out. Yeah. Came out the socket. Just popped out. Oh shit! You know what that reminds you know remind me of. You know what that reminds you. Remember Vampire in Brooklyn? Hell yeah! Kadeem Hardis. Oh shit, man! Y'all don't fuck my shit up. <laughs> nigga stepped on the goddamn and everything. That nigga, I pop out. Nigga, oh shit! Y'all niggas is clowns, man. You a jerk clown, bro. You are a clown, dog. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, shit. Think we're at the end of the pod, man. It's a little bit of a short, a little shorty. Shorty 40s. A little shorty 40, man. You know, yeah. something light and easy. A little easy listening. Yeah, man. A little easy listening. We can use this as um, a case study. Yeah, man. See what y'all, y'all attention spans look like. Yeah. Because I be watching. And I be knowing. Yeah. I be knowing. So, quick turnaround, man. One couple more songs before we got here. Yeah, let's get into one, man. Who is on? It's on me. You? Uh, I think it's on me. This okay. Go right, for let's it. see what I got here in the clip. See what I got in the clip, man. I am going to go to. Um, 
Um, so yeah, I'm gonna go to and actually, you know, all, every every uh, episode that I say I'm playing a song, you ain't gonna be able to find. And I'm actually making a thing. I'm gonna I'm gonna get songs you ain't gonna find. Okay, we gonna see you gonna find this one. So I'm gonna go to audio push, man. We are gonna do audio push shine. Gonna break it down, break it down, break it down Gonna break it down, break it down, break it down Microphone check two, mic check one Gotta click a real niggas in my section I style that girl with no baggage, I still ain't met one I see I let you rappers as my stepson I caught my last girl and told her to be my next one She said pull up on her, touch up on her, wet one And I had a pack of condoms, but fucked around and forgot them Gotta stop at seven and left and get some All I know is fuck till I fall, ho Walk around ten band and my car go You niggas still stressed about your car, no I'ma fuck around in my well far go I walk up in this thing a hundred deep I gotta get it, ain't no sleep because I gotta sell the some of her and some of me That's a simple summary They talk behind my back Because they know they ain't in front of me We fall is what they want to see My mama said pray For them niggas that hate They just want to be in your place But them niggas ain't true Because them niggas ain't real While I'm them niggas Put on all them chains And shine on Shine on Shine on them niggas Shine on them niggas Shine on them niggas So man, so that was audio push. Uh Shine. My favorite little records from them, man. I can't remember when that shit dropped, man, but I fuck with it. Audio push had a bunch of dope ass music, man. That shit never popped like I thought it would. That would have been a, a cool ass song to play for the blog era too. Yeah. They were kind of birthing that shit. Yeah, know? they they for sure, for sure, yeah. for sure. Just one of the ones I think there's a lot in we obviously had a long ass blog era discussion, so I don't want to do it again. But there's a lot of niggas who didn't make it out of blog era that was yeah. dope as fuck. Yeah. Or do you think it's just nostalgia? It's a combination of both. You know, because obviously you got the whole Wale rant about how we don't want the old Wale. Wale, we want that feeling back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I I bought into that at the time, but I don't know if I believe in that anymore. Because I think about that nigga just makes some good ass music. Bro. He does. And when but he gets into it, oh boy. When he get into that certain bag. And that's the one yeah. we want. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that um the uh more about nothing mixtape was such elite rapping that we wanted that shit over and over and we didn't get it. And the reason why I say I don't buy into what he said was an artist like Drake, who was birthed in that same era, who gives us that shit again and again. And, and J. Cole, old, right? Cole gives it again and again. Now, obviously, Cole experimented a lot, you know, to the point to where niggas weren't fucking with. I know a lot of niggas didn't like KOD. But. I enjoyed it. Yeah, but taking it back to the, you know, to this you know, the off season, they're like, okay. Oh, okay, Cole, Cole, all right. right. Okay, all right. You still got it. Yeah. Just like we just listened to uh, T.I., you know, couple of minutes ago, man. Yeah. You still got it. Yeah. But with, with being an artist, you kind of want to step away from the norm. Get out your comfort zone. And, and you got to exper- look for that inspiration. Yeah. Experience, like experiment with different types of styles. Mm-hmm. But hopefully he gets back to it. Yep. Hopefully Absolutely. he does, man. So what you got? Um, Let's keep it in uh, Georgia. Yep. It's like we get a lot of dope-ass groups out of Georgia, man. That's a fact. 
And this one, like, this is this is more of our generation's, um, I, and I kind of used that comparison earlier, but their style is, it's, it's heavy, it's heavy when you think about Outkast. Mm. Like, just their approach to, uh, you know, the lot, melodies, lot influence. the, mel- the influences, the melodies, their look as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you can definitely see it, you know, with the look. But let's get into some Earth Gang. Uh, name of the song is going to be Up. Back on a greenback hunt One for the money and two for the loot You want to run with booze, best tie your shoe I make all your dreams and nightmares come true I've got all that I want, now Character issues at this point. Nah, <laughs> this nigga ain't got man, my boy, this is small fry, man. Small potato. It's about to get still in Sharif, man. Mm-hmm. You go to Chicago. All right. So um, that's it, man. That's uh the end of episode twenty four mm-hmm. of your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, man. The Untitled podcast. Um, again, man. I don't know if I did this last episode, man. So I just want to say I do appreciate everybody. We appreciate everybody. Fuck with us, man. You know, everybody's been there since day one and everybody who's currently in day one. Uh, we appreciate you all the same, man. Reach back, tap into some of our prior episodes, man. See the growth. You know what I mean? See how we've been growing and building, man. See where we're taking it, man. Support the division. Like we always say, man, talk to us. We talk back. That's interact. That's a fact, man. You know what I mean? You know the IG at the Untitled Pod. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out, man. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to see. You got some topics you want to hear us talk about, man. Hit hit me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just don't be on no bullshit. Right. Giving you my number. Please don't hit me on no dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? So, 
again, as usual, if you fuck with us, fuck with us. If you don't, don't you worry about it, bitch. I know somebody like it. Also, if your auntie got a fat ass, Damn. look at your auntie. And don't you, don't you ever forget. God made black beautiful. God made booby beautiful. Black and strong. And finally, if you appreciate Swad and what he does for the podcast, cash at me. And send bitch. some titties. <laughs> Get, hit them titties. Send my boy them tig old bitties. He and, love them, man. And also, I mean, can't get enough. Also, ladies, if your pussy smell like water, yep. put your cell phone lights in there. Yes, sir. And also go to the doctor. That's yeah. Pussy ain't supposed to smell like water. pH balance a little off. <laughs> it's just a pH, baby. You can get that fixed. Don't worry about it. it ain't supposed to smell like. Need water. some electrolytes. Yeah. That's all. So, yeah, man, I think, um, you know. I think that's it, bro. That's it, man. Good episode. Short and sweet, just like we planned it to be. That's a fact, man. I'm happy with it. I'm fucking with it. For sure, for sure. I'm fucking with it. So, we gonna hold y'all too long, man, but just long enough. So, uh, once again, man, this is Untitled Pie. Um, Until next time. See y'all on the flip side. Fuck with us. We out. Chill.
have just won the fight, but in actuality, it's only about 3 a.m. And three niggas just done got hauled off an ambulance. Two niggas done start busting. And one nigga done take his shirt off, talking about. Now who else wanna fuck with Hollywood Cole? That's just my interpretation of the situation.